nerds. We are nerdy. We're having a good time. It is our anniversary live. Uh, and we didn't even plan this shit out because this is not even an episode. We're just here, nerds. It's a surprise birthday party for the nerds, from the nerds, for the nerds. Unite, you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously, everybody knows Catch and Flow went down just a few weeks ago. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And we did do a lot of talking about that with the Soul Boys and Mr. Sour Mash right here in this very room, which will be coming out. Yes, yes. So, I mean, I had a kind of, like, debate in my in my mind mm -hmm. about that of, like, you know, we're talking about Catch Flow so much in that episode. Should I drop it before the other episodes that we have set in motion right now as a kind of, like, side episode? Kind of like the Rod special episode, you know? It's just, like, mm, of the times. I mean, it's an option. It's an option. It's an option. I mean, I don't know, a little, you know, like, uh, little little editing work in there. What is I mean, well beans? We got some nerds in the chat already. Nice yeah. to see y'all. We got what podcast better be coming back. What do you We didn't go anywhere. What I hear, baby. I mean like <laughs> like this maybe somewhat of a hiatus that we're a little, we're a little leg. was never announced. We're a little leggy. Yes, yes. You know, you know Man has three kids. I'm all over the fucking place. <laughs> you know, it's kind of multiple ways. Yeah, making many ways. <laughs> so I mean there's that. I mean, I mean, I just spent all evening hanging out with his three kids, and that alone was oh, a handful. You know, they were just I mean, yeah. Rod, 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 play with Rod. Look at this, Rod. Look at this. Look at this. Madness, dude. I can't imagine. It it, it hasn't been uh, Spotify hasn't uploaded since 2019. I don't believe that's true. Whoa. I mean, you know what? I mean, to be truthful, I don't use Spotify at all. Um, well, let's have a quick look. I don't even have it on I here. I right here. There you go. We'll double check on that. So right now, episode five five is the last one uploaded. That was November fifth. Just happened. So update update your Spotify. Maybe? Possibly. We'll see. We'll see. But it it should be up there. You know, um, with everyone looking at my Spotify right now, and it's up there with all the people that are supporting. You know, that money is going. And that's not the dominant Spotify. Yes. What? That's my personal. Okay. Spotify. Okay. Yes. 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 So. Double check, you know, sometimes you just need to update the stuff. But yeah, you know, with everyone who's supporting Kentertainment Dominerds, you know, that money goes over to pay up for the, the service. Shit like that. The podcast apparently server fucking good enough. Motherfucker. Spotify? Not it. Kind of one of those things, you know, like I got into it because I was like, oh, this is sick. You know, you get like this big, like amalgamation of all the music that everybody likes and they like how I show you shit. And like, you know, you learn things and they, and they support the artists. That was the biggest thing for me. It was, I was like, you know, like, but then, you know, I read, I like see all these artists commenting shit being like, oh yeah, you get like 0. 0.000001 cent per play or some shit yeah. like that. And yeah. it's like a tiny ass amount. Okay. So I got to fucking literally just leave that shit on. You, you play too much times yeah. in order for my, my guy over here to get a fucking beer's worth of money that's know? that is one reason why i say no nay to spotify because like you know i'm come from fucking underground hardcore indie band mm -hmm. metal bands you know mm -hmm. as we go to the shows you buy the merch not only not only to like get a dope shirt and have it memory for that evening but 
gas and food money for that band. Absolutely. Especially if they're touring. And and they're touring. So that means, you know, they, they probably have a, ho- a home still where they're still paying rent, you know, so like that's also a thing, you know, like, 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 like me right now, like I'm in Japan for a month, still paying rent back in Vancouver, had to kind of bust my ass a little bit to get it here, but hey, the, we made it, <laughs> you know. I think it's really dope how like you can find so many different artists through it. I would definitely highly recommend anyone if you found if you find an artist that you're like listening to a lot of, throw them some bolt. Absolutely, check out their support your band Kate as. No, I I knew this was coming. The whirlwind check. I fucking I should have fucking seen this. Coming. All right, and you do it, and I don't do it. Shit the bed. No, I got I gotta get one more on it. Okay, third try or die. Whoop. Fuck, I'm dead. Do we get any tries, and then we move on. Yeah, well, now I just want one for my I mean, self. That's usually what it is. Oh, oh, oh why? Why? Oh, Dude, I'm trapped. Got you. Some go, go to buy my prologue. Buy my prologue because I can't whirlwind. Oh, I saw it right there. I <laughs> do. Yeah, I'm actually going to stand up. It doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Now, are you doing inward? Now, sometimes like, when I'm sitting down, I think I, I'm going with a thumb in the big cup. Because I feel like I have better accuracy with interest. Are you thumb in the big cup? Thumb in the big cup. What? Oh, what damn. Flip? Yep. What in the actual fuck is that? So I've been really getting into Austin Donovan's way of flipping the can. It's so weird. So I know there's a few homies in Japan who put, oh who put their thumb under, they keep it under the sado and they spin it like that. I feel it's like difficult for me to get the spin. And they know Austin right now. goes thumb. Oh, and that one feels good. So in any case, even just, yeah. But usually like my more comfortable position is definitely inward. Good fucking God. Thanks for that. <laughs> nope, not anymore. This isn't Twitch. You don't get like yeah, yeah, anything for it. Any case, but we enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, we, we enjoyed that through. So thanks for hanging out. I mean, you know, we've been we've been grinding, especially towards the beginning when we first got it. You know, the, the hype is is real, and we were stoked about the idea, the concept of bringing a podcast back into the Ken Dogma community. Super stoked. Still am very very stoked. Absolutely. You know, the world turned to shit a few years ago. If you guys missed it, and it definitely uh, took its toll. On many people. Oh, absolutely. So there's, you know, some some of my, the work that I had, to, that I did was before, you know, I was cut off and I had to find other things to do. So I decided, you know, in my age, family, looking at my life, and this is something that I think everyone's going to get to, where you're like, I'm tired of like working for somebody else. Yeah. And which, yeah, it's up. In this day and age, there's so many avenues that people can take to promote themselves and the shit that they enjoy doing they're passionate about and i really feel that it is is a place that can be ventured and that i want to venture i want to try out so i've been doing that in multiple different levels all right if you guys don't know i do a, a english focused youtube channel for people here in japan been doing that for the past nine years podcasts insta uh yeah, instagram YouTube is the main main place where we do a lot of the shit. And that's been going, you know, two episodes every week we put out. We used to put out three. 
It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And from that, I was able to build a small business. So I've been really focused on that. So that's like what I've been doing. That is one of the main reasons why I haven't been able to put so much time into editing and putting Dominator's episodes out. But we have them recorded. We have three recorded right now. Uh, for like bang. Working for Christmas should be. Don't mark me on that. <laughs> but it should be coming out before Christmas. Hope we're at Christmas. I'll bug his ass. We'll fucking we'll, we'll bug him. We'll get it going. We'll get it going. But yeah, there's some good ones in the bag. If you're a Patreon, you already know who they are. Yes. And if you're not, then... Maybe you'll have to wait. Go check it out. Thank you. Check it out. Look, if you got a dollar, maybe you can find out. Um, but to answer Timmy Beans right here, he's got that question. What's your favorite player, Rod, right now? Soccer player? World Cup just finished. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking. But, uh, you know, that's a fucking hard, that's a loaded ass question. I mean, but if I had to say one, if I got to be all top of my bone, on top, right top of the dome right now, top of my bone. I would have to say my favorite player who's been just fucking absolutely shredding lately that I see a lot on my feed, thanks to the fucking algorithm, is uh, Edwin, Shredwin. He's been on a motherfucking bender of Kendama shit, as per usual, but like, yeah, good God. Lately has been a lot since he like joined 365. He's just been crushing game, and it's been a pleasure to watch. Um... In the past, I actually, we were just talking about this earlier today. Um, MJ asked me in one of the podcasts, who is someone that you kind of have your eyes on? Someone that like really pops into your mind. And my answer was Mr. Fucking Flux. Another one who has a lot of hype behind him right now. A lot yes. of hype behind him. There's right a lot now. of shit going on on the origin story. Totally. There's a lot of uh, little teasery things looking like there might maybe be a Mr. Flux mod going on. You know, like... Why not? I don't think there are any mods for the origins right now. For the players. I don't think there is, actually, that I know of. Maybe there is. The Euro shit gets kind of swept under the rug over in, like, in North America and Spain, I feel yeah, like. Totally. And, uh... I know Eric does a lot of like, custom shit, but to my knowledge, I don't think there is a mod. I couldn't very well be wrong about that, but uh, yeah. Everyone, you got the questions. I like it. It's awesome. But I think so, like, we want to, like, go through, like, conversations. We got a few things we want to hit. So definitely we'll have a Q&A towards the end. And uh, when we finish up our beers, we got five beers. Already went through. Yeah, we're two. We're down two. So we're in we're in Saitama in Kawagoe right now. Use the question tool right there. Put in your questions and we get to them at the end, so everyone can also see them. You know, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to use that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, in Europe, like there's there's so much shit. I think like <laughs> I totally want to go to Europe. Do you Europe? What is like the Euro scene is just so popping and like, you know, um, somebody in the comments just asked whether I like whether we like the new versus the old kind of stuff. I know you just said we were going to ask some questions, but it's made in mind and it's very relevant. Um, I felt at the Euro events, it was much more of the old school skis. Like when I was at Baguette Cup specifically, really felt like I had time traveled back to like 2014, you know? And it was just this, I don't know if, I think it was just the fact that it was like, 
it was at like a, an indoor skate park, but it was in the back like yard. Like they had this back like parking lot kind of thing with a mini ramp that people were seshing, like seshing really fucking hard. Actually, there was some like really crazy scooter dudes and skaters just hitting it. Okay. And then they had the stage set up with some DJs who were just throwing down and like we had like the fucking cypher on the stage where we just like got up there and did the shit while the DJ yeah. is going, you know, you get out, do a trick and like hype the crowd up next person goes in fucking hype the crowd up oh. and just you know old school vibes like cause you know you go to Catch and Flow that doesn't happen you go to KWC that doesn't happen you go to even like Battle of the Border uh, and, and NAKO like any of those big events that kind of shit doesn't happen anymore. maybe like at the after parties or like side yes but it's not the same thing either because like now it's such a big event that like you don't get everybody together to do so okay, okay. if you do something like that there's a small group of people doing it Whereas, like, I'm thinking of, like, Domlefest 2013, mm. uh, when, you know, we, like, when we first met the Chromies, and where there's the big freestyle cypher, and that was a huge moment that I think was a breakthrough moment, which we talked about in a, yep. in a, one of the unreleased episodes, that, uh, you know, the tour kills bounce off the roof, nobody had seen a pizza bounce before, and all of a sudden this motherfucking tent is hitting the roof and coming back down, and he still spiked it. Yeah. We all lost our goddamn minds. Ridiculous. I might have my pants a little bit <laughs> you know like there was that was some real shit and like that was the moment that like you know like people like hadn't seen that shit and that was like why i think torquil and like chrome and philip and everybody had that momentum you know it was like just that vibe um and they they really just like brought that vibe and that was the original euro vibe which i still believe still exists in europe i don't know why it is but it's like this isolated like island of kendama and it's kind of sick I suggest that everybody go to EKC this year. If you can make it to fucking Leiden, I believe it's going to be around the same time. I was talking to Trope. Oh, okay. He has all this. He's already on it. Keep Stay tuned for details. Oh, word. He's going to do it again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And he did a good job last year. It was it was popping. And we all had a great time. And it's going to happen again this year. Last oh. time it was around Thanksgiving, right? Uh, I remember Canadian or American Thanksgiving. Or American. <laughs> I remember specifically because like sweets, like was like we're here like just for the event, and then they like had to go like Matt had to leave like right away to get ah uh, back together. Because yeah, they, they literally the next morning because it was the after event. So we, the event was at a club. So during the day we had the whole club. We set up the stage and the event. Yada yada. They had the live stream up top. All that shit. And then it was like the event ran a little late. So it was like we got together with the bar staff who were like super dope. And they were like, yo, so once this ends, we have to do this, 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 and this. So Tio got like a team of us together. And it was like, your job is this. Your job is that. And then within like five minutes, we transformed the EKC venue back into a club. And just like, because there was a line of people outside waiting, you know, kind of thing. And it all happened. And bang. And then boom. Okay, it's the after party. And it was just like, holy shit. Okay, we're partying, you know? And so, like, everybody's still there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so, Sweets and Cody um, and Cooper were all leaving at 5 a.m. Was They had to leave the venue at 5 a.m. to get to the airport to catch their flight. So, we all just fucking stayed at the club till 5 a.m. I mean, oh, yeah. As is tradition. <laughs> you know, we partied out at the event. Yeah, yeah. And it was a wild night, actually. It was really fun. So, like, the bar staff was that we had helped was helping us, and they were really fucking cool. And after all that shit, they were just like, yo, like, you guys are the shit for, like, helping us out. And, like, you guys, like, oh, all the time. And they were all stoked. And they were, like, giving us free drinks. And I, like, gave the dude a Dama. And, you know, like, you know, it's just regular fucking Canelo vibe shit. Yeah. But 
Yeah. It was fucking crazy because like we just partied and then it was just like, all right, put these guys in a taxi. I need to get in my own taxi and go fucking sleep. <laughs> so it's a long day. So it, it heralds back to the old party event vibes yeah. of of the early days of Kendama, where now it's like it's a long space lab. Space lab. Mm-hmm. It's it's more. It, there's so many more people involved outside of like I guess the core, I don't want to say core community because we're very welcoming overall. I think the core but community there, hey, stuff isn't growing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So I believe like that is one thing that is strong right now for the majority of people in playing Kendama in Europe. Mm-hmm. And that is like I think a huge difference between the old and new school kind of vibes is that. It used to be this, like, yeah, underground is a good word. It's still pretty underground. But it used to be more of a tight-knit community where it was, like, only so many people and you fucking know every person that's going to be there. Yeah, like, they're yeah, no totally, totally. And if there's, like, a new person, everybody probably already has an idea who this person is or has heard of them or has seen a clip or something like that, yeah. you know? Or they're just, like, a friend of a friend who just shows up. It was, it was like, it's like an awkward kind of like, almost like a high school reunion. In a way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In a way. But you didn't really know. The no, it's like a high school reunion, but instead of high school, it's like, you know, we're all just fucking nerds on the internet. Oh, just like yeah. fucking watching videos, like yeah. fucking fiends, just like, oh, did you see that fucking loader? Holy shit, dude. Oh, the spiked it, dude. Spiked <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. then like nowadays, there's just like so much more of a community and like, like we've touched on this in past episodes as well, but like with the the Coven babies was a good term that I forget who coined it. I think I it was one of the soul guys. It was one of the soul boys. Anyways, fucking the Coven babies, all all y'all that got into Kanama over COVID, that's apparently what we're what we're calling you now. But <laughs> like with all the influx of those people coming in, it's just like like coming to battle at the border last year was like you know they I didn't know half the people in that room, and I was just like, yo, what the fuck is this? This is crazy. You know, like, I don't get me wrong, I love it. And I'm not saying I like the old versus the new at all. I love the progression of it. And I like to watch, like, how this community is growing and how, like, the sport itself is growing, you know? Mm. And it's, like, really cool to just, like, have been a part of it from the beginning to be able to have that perspective yeah, for yeah. me. Because a lot of people don't have that. And that's why Dominators is so sick. Because I get to share that with all y'all. And a lot of people, like, in front of this new little COVID baby generation had talk to me yeah and been like yeah. oh like i appreciate dollar because like you get to learn about this history and all this culture and stuff and like that fucking really like makes me feel so good about this because yeah. i'm like yeah I, I love sharing this shit like i wouldn't like if we didn't have this shit on me and mj would still be sitting here having the same fucking conversation exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> like totally so like it's sick to be able to just share this shit with all the people and yeah like have people just be stoked on it yeah know? and yeah like thank you guys for fucking being a part of this because truly it's a beautiful thing. You're nice. You're nice. You're nice. No, like, it is so dope. And like, again, uh, looking at the, the, the title of this anniversary live, mm-hmm. it's been, I believe four years. Yeah. Since we've started Dominator. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it took a bit of time to figure out like, what are the name, what's the name going to be? What's the type of style we're going to do it as? Or just like shit. And like that's all it was like towards the beginning, and I think I might even have on the computer, I might even have our first, like, like test reel that we did. Oh shit! 
man. And like at that time was like right when I had moved to Japan, when I was living at the Dama house in Matsumoto where Koda lives and like doing all the Gloken tour stuff and all that. And MJ hit me up to do this. And uh, so I had never done a pod. I never even listened to a podcast before. Yeah, yeah, you were mentioning that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what? And I'm like, I mean, I don't. Even, I can talk about Donald all day, but I mean, I don't really know like what to fucking say, what not to say. Da, da, da. And it's like, what it came down to is like, you know, it doesn't fucking matter if we're just gonna sit and nerd out about Kendama, then let's just fucking nerd out about Kendama. And uh, so I was using fucking Zawa's microphone that he had in the out. <laughs> And I had my PC with me in Japan, of course, because, you know, I got to play video games. Probably will be somewhere for a year, which I did. And um, we, so we just started doing it. And uh, and here we are fucking four years later. Yeah. Yeah. So I just found... You found it. I found I found six, seven tests of wild. Yeah. And two of them are like an hour long. Oh, what? So like, did we record full episode we? as a test? No. So a few of them, so this one's only five minutes. What is it? It might just be my side. Yeah, this, it is just your side, yeah. Yeah, because we, we used to record ourselves separately and then fucking send it to each other and we'd take turns editing it and then just edit it all together and make one big audio file to release. And there's no video. There's no video. Because, yeah. That was like kind of before Zoom was much more of a thing and like all this was much more like built up so it wasn't as easy to like have two people online converse conversing and also have a recording of it you know like yeah. now it's like you push three buttons and we all have a zoom account and it's like oh so and so invited you click yeah bang. we're in bang in. and it's like oh you are being recorded you know like, yeah and yes so it's fucking easy now. and everyone can can enjoy it and i remember like the first iteration of it i was just on my ipad just screen recording <laughs> To make the video. Yeah. When I was thinking, oh, maybe I can make a video. Yeah. We were just chatting over Facebook Messenger. Because uh-huh. we could include, and that's when we had guests come on. That's what, all we used. And we would record separately, so we'd always have to tell our guests, like, okay, get like get in a quiet place. And you need to get a mic, you know, and and make sure it's working well. Make sure you get, you need headphones so you can hear us because yeah. we don't want the feedback. Yeah, that happened. that was always an issue, too, with with guests. We'd have someone come on, and they'd be, like, talking, and they'd be, like, all, like... You're <laughs> It was just, like, fuck. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta get some headphones. You know, like, kind of shit. You could probably figure out, like, who, who those are. Um, <laughs> there's, new, there's, there's new AI audio mastering tools that I found mm. that are amazing. And hopefully we'll smoothen out the editing process because that's something usually that goes into it where I will go through and make sure our audio will sound as good as it can, mm-hmm. less echo and stuff, and we're a good amount of like bass and, and good presence to it so everyone can listen and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. But I, I yeah, there, here's an hour and 48 minute goddamn test episode. It, I think, and again, it's just me, I think. Yeah, it must be. Because, yeah, like like I said, we used to record it separately. So there's no way it's both of us unless you edited it for no fucking reason. But Otaku. Otaku. <laughs> can you guys hear it? Anybody in the chat want to give me a hell yeah? If you can hear it? Maybe. If I get close. Do it. Roll it. It's like. It's interesting how, how each player keeps give off that kind of vibe when they're playing. That's so funny. What even were we talking about? Yeah. 
The next one was Domla Jive. I, I was just wanting to like figure out like if we said any kind. I don't think there was even an intro that we had. I think we were just like, no, that was like the flushing ideas. Yeah, yeah. Sounds wild, but you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about Jive Turkey. I'm Turkeys. Yo, I'm going to kind of interject real quick because, you know, we were talking about drinking beers and shit and we're fucking empty. We're here so long. We got five beers. Yeah. So I was mentioning that we are in Coedo. Kawagoi. Kawagoi. Coedo. We're in Coedo. I'm an idiot. We're, we're in Kawagoi. Kawagoi City, which was uh, a, a big kind of like hub city for, uh, it's connected to the Sumidagawa, the main river, or no, not Sumidagawa, uh, a different river I can't think of right now. But oh, it goes all the way to Tokyo. So and this is like inland in Japan. So we're, I'm like an hour away from Tokyo area. So a lot of people would be taking boats and bringing like goods over to Kawagoi. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a hub city. And now there's a lot of uh, still old buildings, like super old ass buildings, guys, that are still here. So when you look, go to the old part of town, it looks like it's preserved well. It looks like an old Edo, yeah. right? Edo being the original uh, capital city of Japan. You know, at first it was Kyoto, and then they moved it up to Tokyo, and they called Tokyo Edo, right? Um, so Koedo means the small Edo, the small capital. So it has that vibe to it, and they have an awesome microbrewery. And we're already too deep on these. We, we found new ones that MJ also had never seen before. You, we found two at the beginning, and then I walk in, and I was like, dude, there's three more. Yeah, so we just got them all. So we can test them out. And so, yeah, you guys can have a quick look at these labels. They're kind of sick. So the, this one's a collaboration with a Taiwanese brewery. It's like a kumquat pale ale or some shit. Yeah. Ten spice ale. Yeah. Definitely the spice with the kumquat. Yeah. Is. And then what was this one? This one's the uh, the session pale which was like yuzu. The citrus pale ale. fruit special to Japan. It's a mix between a lemon and a lime. Mm-hmm. It's like a strong lemon. And this is a collaboration with Coedo and Brutus, which is like a magazine. Yes, fashion magazine, men's fashion magazine. Very interesting. I don't know what business they have. Luckily, beer, but they did good. Taste like beer. It didn't taste like a I magazine. Didn't taste like a magazine. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, and then we got three more. The Natsuhate is our next Coedo collab. Coedo has been doing awesome stuff. Probably not so well known overseas yet, but this is another fruit style ale. So we're starting with the fruit. Um, let's crack that open. A little, 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 <laughs> little Croatia love. Oh, yeah. Third place. <laughs> fucking, we fucking made it. How do, how, do you, uh, how do you say that in Croatian? What? Croatia love. Oh, I don't know. Igraj mor Hrvatska, maybe? Like, better guess than I would have had. Like, Igraj is like, let's go. That's like, let's go, Croatia. Ah, okay. Hrvatska is Croatia. Hrvatska. 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 Yeah, Hrvatski is Croatian. Mm. Hrvatska is Croatia. Nice. Cool. Yeah, if you didn't know, MJ's dad is Croatian. So he's got, got it's, in, it's in the in the veins over here. Blood. <laughs> Blood. Hells yeah. I'm always, yeah, I'm a big fan of, like, I, I love my roots. My dad's from Croatia. My mother's from Peru, South America. Very interesting mix. Grew up in the U.S. Now I'm over here in Japan, and I always loved like uh, the roots behind people and stuff. So I always had the I like when I was doing like shotgun interviews. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might know on the Ken Entertainment YouTube channel. I ask a few people like, "What's your background? What's your ethnicity?" 
and I don't want to be like, I, I, after the fact of putting a few out, I I was like, I wonder if people think this is like segregating kind in a way, you know? I it's, it's a little touchy-feely in this generations, you know? And also like, I think a lot of like Americans, like North Americans especially, don't really even know, you know? Unless you like proudly like have a family that like, is like, no, we are Croatian or we are yes, this, yes. that, you know? And then unless you have that, you don't really know, you know, like, exactly. like, like I'm Canadian, you know, I have like German blood in me. I have English blood in me and stuff like that. But like, Prost. yeah, Prost. <laughs> but, uh, oh, mm, that one's nice. It's like a, that might be my favorite one yet, actually. Pear? Yeah. Right? Yeah, pear. That candy-ish. This is a mm. fruit ale. If only they had like tastes on live stream, you know? That would be nice. Yeah. But in in another I guess what? you guys will have to come five years, ten years to little Coedo yourselves. So I wasn't wrong when I said we we're in Coedo. I mean not te- entirely. Technically no. Depends on which area you're talking. Exactly. So any case, so that's why I would ask that question because I feel it's like cool to make a connection. Cause I know like Absolutely. when I hear that someone else is from Croatia, I'm like, fuck yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. you got that that little crow. Insider info. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, totally. it, 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 for me, it, it goes hand in hand to like when you hear a skateboard <laughs> down the street and you're like, so we'll skateboard to the other side. Same with anyone here right now. I mean, these dominoers joining us mm-hmm. know when you have a Ken Domino and you see somebody sash a Domino or have one around their neck. Oh, yeah. And you see someone on the street like a Domino, you're sure going to go and like, of course. What's, what's up, nerd? Say, what's up? <laughs> We're the hand night, hundred percent. So, fuck. It's been yeah, four years. Four years of nerding out. Our yeah. first episode actually technically went out in January, recorded December. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember mm-hmm. we were doing those probably test episodes in November. Yes, I believe that makes sense because we didn't do it before. Um, oh, oh yes, yes, yeah. Which is New Year's Eve. Kohaku Utagasen is the name of that big New Year's Eve show that happens every year in Japan where they have all of the Japanese, like, famous artists get on there and do music. Musical artists. Musical artists. Yep. And uh, one of them would be Miyama Hiroshi, who is a very famous Japanese folk singer, and he loves Kendama. So he works with Gloken every year to do the Guinness World Record live on stage every year yeah and they every year they added up one number one more one more so yeah yeah it's just that like, oh, they just want they don't they like, like they want to they want to elongate it as much as possible right yeah, yeah. And it's it's a whole thing man like i did it that year and there was i think it was two or three days before i can't remember i think maybe only two either way, it was two days we're all just in a room yeah like working on the choreography of walking in, which spot is yours, what number you are, and then just practicing fucking big cup, big cup, and only big cup for two days. And the biggest thing about that was that there was extra people. So there was, I think the year I did it, the the number was 125 that they were going for. Yeah, but there was actually like 180 people on hand or something like that. So those extra people didn't get to be a part of the actual world record. Why? And because there's too many, you just can't, right? But there was that many people willing to be involved. So what happened was during the practice, if you miss the big cup, you're out. Somebody else takes your spot. Yes. And in order to get into that spot, they did a like a spike off essentially, where it was just big cup, big cup ball, big cup. That took fucking half a day, you know. And then it was like it got to the point where it was like big cup, big cup, big cup, big cup. Okay, we're gonna do spike. 
And then we did Spike, and then a bunch of people missed. And some people were pissed off because it was like, yo, it's not about Spike, it's about Big Cup. But it was like, you have to like somehow fucking figure this out. And you got to cut people. You got to yeah. cut people some way. And we need to. You can't just be a dick. Be like, shit. Yeah, you can't. You're out picking like based on you know like. Yeah. But you're wearing blue. I don't like blue. Get the fuck out of here. You know like. I don't know you so but, well. And the funny part about it was that like for me being the foreigner guy being in there was that like I didn't know any of these famous people. You know I don't fucking know. And so I'm just like walking around just being raw and being like, mate, hey, what's up? What's, what's gonna you know like whatever to these random people. And people are like, here's this pot for that one. Holy shit. You know, it's like, like if yeah. you walk over to fucking The Rock or like Vin Diesel or someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people would be Flat. weird about it. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah, but a high five? Yeah, exactly, right? And it was super funny. And being the only foreigner in there was really funny. And just to like be a part of our yeah, guy just math was really great. Unfortunately, I'm really close, but I don't get to be a part of it this year because when I booked my flight, I booked it for the 28th, which was like the cheaper day. Flights are fucking expensive right now because of the whole COVID bullshit. Yep, yep. And so that's why a lot of a few people couldn't make it. Yeah. Hatch and, and I and I hadn't spoke to to Motsu or anybody at Glowkin about Kohaku or anything like that. So I was sort of like I wasn't gonna just assume and just like stay for New Year's. So I was like, fuck it, I'll come home for New Year's and hang with the homies, kind of thing. But being here, I'm like, of course, like fuck, I don't want to go home. I want to be in fucking Japan. I want to do Kohaku. I want to do all this shit. Totally. And. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. So, like, I, I literally tried to change my flight. I went and talked to them, and lo and behold, I didn't pay for the extra insurance, and so fucking it's non-refundable, and I can't fucking change my flight. So I'm not going to do this here. That sucks so much. That's, well, I've got to do it. But at the same time, I was kind of, at first, too, I was like, I don't really want to do it because I've gotten to do it already. I don't want to take someone else's spot because there was, like I was saying, there was all those extra people yeah. that wanted to be a part of it but couldn't. So I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm raw. Fucking let me do it. You know, like fucking like. So I just fucking wanted to just, you know, also just take a step back and let other people have a part of it. Those as much as I wanted. Those people who couldn't make it, did they still stay? Like the practices and stuff were around because if you missed, they took your fucking spot. So yeah, they were around. Oh, wow. And in the end, was so it was it interchangeable? Yeah, in a way, yes. Like to it, a point, yeah. If you missed during a practice, if you missed and you got put out and then more practices happen throughout yeah. the day and plenty of people get out would you come back into line where hey you're in now Good. potentially potentially but not that many people were missing so it was a it was a yeah. rare thing um it, it, it means and they come. give you kendama you yes. got a special kendama we all were that hey, i'm about yeah i'm about cobalt yes Korean. or a reshape reshape so it, was it wasn't the, it wasn't it wasn't the no the children's old people no old one no it's not sure, that man. one it, i mean it might as well be in a reshape is like a fucking couple millimeters up but uh but yeah and it was like it was kind of funny because what ended up happening was like from the practice space to the actual stage we had to move between buildings so we had to go outside and it's fucking winter and yeah it's tokyo so it's not like canada winter but it's fucking winter so so everybody's got their jacket on and shit right and so you go so they had like a team of people that came and took our jackets and like hung onto them and shit for us while we were doing the thing and you know, like, we, we fucking did it, and, like, the reason it's so strict is because there's a lot of fucking money riding on this also, you know? Like, they pay, I don't know the numbers, but they pay a lot of money for the fucking Guinness official to come out just to fucking say yes or no. Yeah. They also are paying to be a part of Kohaku, like, this big, it's li- literally the biggest show in all of Japan for all year. So in Japan, so in Japan, there's, there's, two, there's two New Year's shows that you can choose and you can watch. One is Utafasen, which is... Uh, grabbing all of like the the 
through history, like top musical artists as well as recent artists. And they divide them into two teams, a red team and a white team. This goes to the culture in Japan of field days being sports days. And in the schools, all the kids are divided into two teams and they do different athletic events. And whoever has the highest score at the end wins the, the, the ship, right? I did not know this about this. Sue Lab did an event they did annual events and they did a kendama version of this okay. i got i got special dot i was a part of a white team <laughs> that's crazy i had no idea i was a part of the white team it was oh look at all that dust and shit oh, oh yeah oh that one feel that this is talking about that oh, stick. Oh, that's oh. a stick i'm either spider-man or that is the grossest tongue that's i have ever touched um, so I was, I was on the Zuma Donke easy side, white team, Zuma Donke, you can't really see it, Sue Lab, uh, and they did a version of it, so it was super cool, but yeah, so, so Udagasen is a, an audio, come on, Debs, and people who are watching it, you know, on their TV, I don't know, can you do the states and shit? Like, you just vote? You can, yeah, there's buttons that you can, like, get to, like, a the digital, itself? yeah, you, there's, you know, okay. What? I've been here a long time. So it's like, oh it's a digital button that you hit and it's like, you're not connected Wi-Fi or anything. It's just all through the TV antenna mm. and you can vote for whatever. So at the end of it, you know, you can vote for your teams and whatnot. So there's that. That's okay. Shit. I was never a fan of that because I don't listen to any shit music because I'm elite. Because <laughs> fuck elite, damn it. So, <laughs> come on, look at this mouse. So, not what I meant, but <laughs> so so uh, yeah, and just like all that pop music, like come on, like, no, that is not the one that I would watch. There's the second one that people watch during New Year's, right? In in, in Canada, what do you watch? You watch nothing. I mean, just now with the homies, I usually go to a show on and sleep. Okay, there you go. Just put on TV, watching TV and stuff, right? I guess with the family, there's like, you know, I think even in Canada, like the New York City ball drop is a pretty watching. Yeah. But there's also Canadian versions. You know, it's like watching they do it's like an auto yeah, watch they drop the beaver and the beaver drops the log, fucking breaks the dam, lets the fucking shit go, you know, fucking let her let her buck one. Oh, oh. <laughs> bring it right. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, I, I truthfully I don't really watch T V. I like I watch a lot of fucking anime, I watch a lot of like shit that's okay. online. But the whole TV. But during, during, yes, yes, yes. yes. So during it. So in Japan, it's like you either watch this, like, of course, all the other TV programs are trying to do something, but people are watching two main channels. It's either NHK showing this battle of different popular artists and songs, or it is the comedy downtown group that gets together and they have the Gaketsukai Warache Ikenai. Did you watch? No, and you could not watch this because then on air, you were busy spending the whole day waiting in a weight room, bin cupping. So it is the funniest shit. You could probably find it online too. And it's a group of comedians, top comedians in Japan that they get put through like a full day's worth or yeah, no, it's one, a single day worth of putting them through the craziest situations and the producers will hire other uh, actors and comedians to be a part of it, do skits in front of them to try to make them laugh. If they laugh, 
there's an announcement that comes up, be like, like whoever, like Raj, you're out, and like. Uh, there's a team there's like like putting patrol fucking the foot that comes out <laughs> and they have this like soft kind of rubber like like uh what is it called that the that the dills have like uk police what is it called like a dildo no they have a, a, a nightstick a nightstick almost yeah. but it's like it's like soft like a like a pool a pool noodle noodle almost a little more a little more and they whap him on the butt. Nice. Throughout the whole day. And at the end, whoever has the most is the loser. So and they're tr- they're putting them through the funniest situations that they that the producers can think of. They have no idea what they're gonna what's gonna happen. And they have to not laugh. <sighs> so that's the option. And of course, that's great. That's the option I go for. Yeah. And every once in a while, I'll flick back over to the Utagasen to see if the Kendama boy, the Kendama heroes mm-hmm. are challenging the big cup or not. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the, uh, the Shinfo behind that. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's and super good. You could probably find it online. That's pretty cool. I don't know how you would search it in, like, on YouTube in, in English. Maybe even like, find, yeah. like the Kohaku thing. And maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe it's like, you laugh, you're out. Like, you laugh, you get hit in the butt or something. There's a lot of TV shows like that in Japan, though. Like, one of my favorite Japanese TV shows is Freeze, where, like, all these people did this weird shit, and then, like, they're in a room, and you never know what's going to happen. They're all sitting there, and then a voice would come out and say, Freeze, and they have to stop moving. And then they would do some weird shit. Like, there was, like, a, a part where a drone comes in with a fucking knife attached to it, and they would bring it right into the person's face and shit. I was talking about this recently. I think maybe with the Soul guys. Oh. I mean, was it on that fucking episode or was I just talking about it? I don't remember. Anyway, look, and it was, it was funny shit. Anyway, same kind of thing. And if you laugh, you move, you're fucking out kind of thing. So there's a lot of, like, Japanese TV like that. So you might not find that specific thing, but there is a lot of shit like that. Japanese TV is on another level. It's very different. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting time of year, you know? Like, we got the Nerds episode... Or the new anniversary, sorry. We got fucking Kohaku Utagasen going for that one up in the Guinness World Record. You know? But we have like, to kind of catch and flow. There's a lot, a lot of things going on in the Kendama world. A lot of like fucking hype behind Mr. Flocks, maybe a little teaser for a mod. There's like all sorts of shit like that going on. Stuff you know? coming back. Other people are getting other mods as well. You know, like, I mean, I cushion mods right here that I'm pretty sure they're still on the site if you're uh, looking for one of those uh, despite how bad my whirlwind check was earlier um, <laughs> nothing to do with how grippy a kendama is no yeah of course not that's 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 all all the user user error yeah. so much shit <laughs> so much shit um, and we kind of said this earlier but if any of you nerds are in here and you're one question hit up that question button right about behind the nice kendama right there right from there and uh put your question in there because we're gonna do a little q a at the end rather than you know doing all the shit we're trying to keep the flow of the conversation going exactly we're catching we're flowing we're spiking hard we're catching low Low. we're getting beers in us we're getting them into the glasses dude we got dubs on my lap over here fucking chilling if you ever heard in the nerds episodes you hear that fucking in the background it's just it's doves it's doves there she goes <laughs> I always, I always thought, I always thought like, in for some, in some manifestation, 
that there should be a freestyle type of competition if it's in person or like video or something that is like fully like Dave Mateo memorial mm. event. The whole edition, actually. Like, I don't know who would put it together. Of course, like, uh, you know, you'd have someone have to get the the agreement. The, the in, Jap- mm-hmm. in Japan, we said the Hongo, the official stamp mm-hmm. to say okay yeah. from the from family the family. family if they, yeah. But that is something where I was like, man, every time I see any kind of like freestyle competition, of course, catch and flow as well. Like, there's like, got like, like, with this stuff you can't not think of Dave Mateo. It's got to be a Dave Mateo like award, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, and it's, but yeah, that's interesting though, because like yeah, that brings up the question of like who would decide that you know like right? How do you do that? No one good way. Yes, yes. Yeah. No one has like any ownership of that. Of course, maybe Kusa could kind of would be the one people think about up with that. Yeah, for sure. Of course, but then I also kind of feel like it's dope how, like, you know, catch and flow, and same with uh, Kendama World Cup, they're not companies, like, they're not, like, specifically, like, selling Kendama retail kind of companies. No. Right? It's a board of people who are just putting on this event. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't happen in the States. There's no one. No, that's true, actually. In the States, it's all company run. Who decide to take it upon themselves, like, I'm going to make an event. Yeah. And then it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what we see, and that's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that being said, like there is the the main company who does it, but every other company does get to sponsor. And there is, it's not like they're like you know not taking input from other people either. So even though there isn't an official board, there is like a bit of a, an influence from everybody within it. You know, so it's it's a, it's just a different vibe. You know, it's like like we're talking about the Euro vibe, the North American vibe, the Japan vibe of the Kendama scenes in general. And like, that's a part of it as well, I think, just the way things are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there's so much history with, with Kendama in Japan. You know, there's a JKA, Japanese Kendama Association for everyone out there, Nihon Kendama Kyokai. And they are like the or the main OGs of everything Kendama in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like, like the question I, I, I popped into my mind was like, who? Organized Dawa Fest in 2014. 13, 12. That was a Kendama USA event. Right? Yep. It was not like Kendama USA Dawa Fest. Yeah, it's just Dawa. It was just Dawa Fest. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of what made it so sick. Because back then it was just it was just about Kendama. It yes. wasn't like, I mean, yeah, we're all selling Kendamas. We all Where did that, like, Where did that go? We're going to have to get Jero on here and ask him. Because I feel like that that is like one thing, and especially now that we see, you know, sweets murdering in that field of just getting new people on to Kendama, if it's going to be throughout uh, or from the sweets mob or being on Twitch all the time, doing live streams, talking about Kendama or just being on, you know, in, in a viral level of making content all over the place just like like again murder taking over and then this is the only reason why it's like totally kusa he was i feel when i was getting into kendama like looking at it like from japan i saw kusa as like the head honcho yeah 
They were and char for a long time. They, they were and they were totally like before Sweets even started. Kusa was a thing, right? Yes. So it made sense for that Kusa had the the momentum. They had that yes. that place. Yes, yes. They their their first. Mm-hmm. What they made their footprints. Mm-hmm. You know, not to that. say that they don't have a place like that now. Of course, there's just a lot more competition for that spot. So it's a little bit of a give and take. And like you said, Sweets has been doing a lot. Like, an, a lot of different avenues to fucking make shit happen, and it's just... It's so amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like, we love to see If it. you like Kush or not, like, you gotta respect that hard-ass work that they've been putting all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we all love Kush. Fucking every company has done a fucking Kush collab at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so that goes to show that, like, you know, they're doing something good at least, you know? It's not even just... The spreading kendama, it's like spreading like like making kendamas themselves better as well, you know. Because like once that came out, everybody kind of felt that and saw that, and it was like the next iteration of like what mash paint was. Yeah, when sour mash came out, you know, except that it was more accepted. Because <laughs> when mash paint came out, we were all in the JKA mindset, and we were all just like, like fuck that sticky shit. You did that lunar on us on a mash paint, like the on lunar dude. That's a fucking heater lunar, you know, like. Yeah. It's like, take the training wheels off, dude, and do a fucking lunar, you know? Yeah, yeah. But after that, once we all fucking smartened the fuck up and made harder tricks that were, like, worth doing on sticky paint, Yeah. then it was like, okay, now let's make sticky paint. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy to think about, like, how it it was just, like, taking what was shit, not, like, super shitty, but it's, like, like, not low quality. Quality was there. If you're using, like, you know, an Ozora and stuff, quality was there. But it's, like, the tricks that you could do and couldn't do what? were so different just from, like, a few different... There were a few tweaks away mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. being... From spending an hour on it to spending, like, 15 minutes. That's what I was going to say, is that it just meant that you had to grind that much harder to get it that much more perfectly aligned and get it to actually fucking sit right there. Not here. <laughs> You're right. It was like a much more of a precise thing. And even like, you know, like the old, old Zoras, like before they changed the whole like lead paint fiasco thing, like you could take that shit and you could rub, this was the cheat code back then, and you would fucking rub the Tama onto the cup and that paint would come off onto the cup and it would just become basically what this is now. Almost. No, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. And then you had to do it again. <laughs> it was okay, like okay. chalking your cue playing pool. All right. Yeah, it literally did that. And that was like the cheat code for loons back in the day on, on Uzoras. But it wasn't like a grip. Like, oh, it was grip. Really? Dude, go grab a fucking old school Uzora if you have one and try it, right? And you got one? Yeah, I fucking got one. Of course you got one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> you used to be able to do it where like you, if you pushed and did it, it would just stay there and you can just fucking lunar eclipse that shit. You know, it was like a whole thing. So it was... It was, it, but that again, you know, it was a bit of a, a thing. Oh, you got a little mash painting? Is that what that is? Wow. Oh, what the fuck? Two side mash painting? What? What the shit? How did I not see this earlier? Uh, because I didn't have it earlier. Speaking of Sourman, because shout out Sourman, because the dope art. Oh. Sue gifted that to me. What? From his. This is fucking sick. You got the doctor on this side. And then what is this? Some kind of some unicorn. Three, two, are you going, babe? Three o'clock. Some tea, some coffee shit. I have some mash art in my house, and 
he's got always got the tea vibes, the coffee vibes. It's fucking beauty. This is sick. Oh, do that notch in the big cup. That was like so. I knew some people who like didn't have kendamas without that. Oh, the notch you in know? the big cup, totally. Yeah, totally. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, it was basically you'd cut a notch in the bottom of your big cup right here, so that you could hook your string and hang it straight. So rather than getting that little spin when you pull up a lunar, you just had it hanging there, and you just pull it up like so. Yeah. Oh, the ocean green of all. I'm. It's gonna like put a mark on. Oh no no no! Don't do it, that. Well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like, but if you, it's like it's gonna mark it. Really? You gotta actually like do it, do it, like, like hard. Yeah, and I, I don't want you to fuck your OG green up if you don't have to. I don't like that. Look how tiny that cup is, dude. It's tiny as fuck. Okay, we were grinding back in the day. Cause yeah, it's like it's like it feels like a um a Gloken Muso, a mm. uh, Mugen. Mm. You know when he repainted? Yeah. And it's like those aren't sticky at all. You gotta really fucking jam it in. You do, dude. I mean, I can hear it. It's doing it. It's doing it. Yeah. I could hear it a little bit. Yeah, but still, but I don't. I don't. Not. I know you don't want to fuck up your OG green. No, I don't. If I had mine, I would do it. I mean, this one's sick though. You got some kanji written in there. Look, look at this bad boy. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was that was done by what's his name? Oh, this is um. Hey, you're so good with you're talking to me about how like you don't remember names. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. You remember names. Damn, that's fucking hype. And yo, just for reference, let's have a quick little side by side. You know, my big cup right now versus Ozora big cup. And what's your what's the Ozora big cup and your dude, my small, small cup is bigger. My base cup is almost that big. And I have a small base cup compared to most modern Kendallas. Oh, yeah? I do. Damn. Because usually traditionally it was like the base cup and the small cup were the same size. No. No, small cup was always the smallest one. Bullshit! Yeah. Is that the same shit? This is, a, this is an Ozora. Is it? Yep. Yes. No smaller. Oh, shit. Just, just a wee bit. So like if I go edge to edge, you can kind of see the top edge sits that much higher. If I could stop fucking moving it, there we go. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So yeah, the good old Uzora days, man. I'm not gonna lie, part of me does really miss those days. It was just something very special, you know. They're really good. This new energy about it, this brand new world that was just opening up that none of us had ever seen before, and a world had never seen before. And we were all just lucky enough to be a part of that and to be there at the right time. I couldn't be happier that I was a part of that, to be honest. No. But like I said before, it's also beautiful to see the progression, to see where we're at now. Because back in the day, we would always talk about it. We'd speculate, like, oh, what do you think? Well, like, I even had a dream once. I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the podcast. I had a dream journal where I wrote this dream down where I actually had a dream that I was at a party and everybody had kendamas, and I couldn't believe it. At this time, there was like, oh, I know, like there was maybe like fifty people that outside of Japan that were playing kendama, like, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm being generous. And in my dream, I was at this house party, and there was like all these people that I now know, and like, I mean, in my dream, I knew a lot of them at the time. And like, I remember Alyssa and Matt Dakota being there. I remember Trevor Starnes and Colin Sander being there, and Zach Yord. Um, Kusa, see, Kusa was all over the place. I think that was another reason why it's like they—they they were so strong. Their team was strong. Yeah. It's like 
I don't remember who else was in the dream, but I remember being at this party and everybody had a kendama and I was blown away. And I remember specifically that somebody had a, an all white plastic dama, which now I recognize as the Kendalic's massive plastic. Oh man. And I'm like, you know, sure it wasn't this day. He sure it wasn't the, uh, still one of my favorite Kendalic. He sure it wasn't the just the hundred yen. The hundred hen shitty plastic. Oh. plastics? Fuck, I hope it wasn't this one. No, fuck this. The monochrome can now what is this thing? A monochrome. Monochrome. Because there's a black one. Yeah. Yeah. Black white monochrome. Or you can buy both and switch them up. Switch them up. Yeah, I mean the sheep isn't actually bad. It's not good either. <laughs> It's sort of done. It's an old door shape. It's actually the like, you're right. For a dollar, it's pretty on point. Compared to the other stuff you can see at the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah, we were at the old old um old shops in um in Kawagoi today and they had a whole bunch of kendamas and stuff in the one and they had this one that had a kayaki tama that looked really sick, but the ken is just like I never seen on it so thick. I should have gone. We'll go back tomorrow. It'll still be there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like fifteen bucks and it was just like fifteen. Daddy. Wow. Not in big cups, but like the edges were like, it is a chonker. Like you can use this thing as a hammer. Like, like for any anime fans out there, it's, it was an SD Dama, but not short. It was still long. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have to go get that tomorrow, I think. Maybe have a quick little sesh before I head back to Tokyo. Because, mm. yeah, tomorrow I'm only here for one night hanging out with MJ. I was lucky enough to have some time to come hang out with the boy. Get this little session. We got some filming in the day. Exactly. Fun stuff with the yeah. kiddos. And we had some nice dinner and all that good stuff. We got all this Koedo beer to drink. Dude. And uh, tomorrow, I, I'm lucky enough to be invited to the end of the year party for 430 Decade with Nobu. Which is wild. The, in Japanese, they call it the Bonnen Kai. And I actually, like, the last bunch of years after Catch and Flow, I've been lucky enough to to go to those. And it's always this crazy time. Bone guy, so like, yeah, in Japan, like, it's all about like drinking culture is, is pretty strong here, like, too strong. It is too strong. It's, yeah, it's, it's strong. like the alcoholic, seriously. I, I don't even think they have a here because come on, dude, you don't go to North America or any other country. Well, maybe you do, you don't want, but compared to Japan, to see grown ass men who shouldn't be just lying on the street, lying on the street, that's that is the thing that. The thing about that is that it's a Asia thing. And in all honesty, Korea, Korea is worse. Oh, yeah. Korea is much worse. In Korea blackouts is, uh, I think, a, a, a website. It might be an Instagram as well. There's also like Shibuya Meltdown is a great Maybe one. Tokyo. But it's fucking gnarly because the people in Asia, like they love to drink, but I feel like they're... Their DNA does not mix well with the alcohol. It doesn't. No. It's it's it like it's proven fact. You know how like some probably you know a lot more. So if you drink with a few friends that are Asian descent, they might get low red face. Like uh, Kelvin Wong, they get red face. <laughs> there is a gene. Kelvin, love you, bud. There is a gene <laughs> in the in the Asian cultural people that uh, doesn't cope well with alcohol. <laughs> Therefore, the, their faces are red. red. And it's not everybody. And the usually people that turn red, it looks like they are like, they can't handle their beer, but it's actually just a reaction. It's like an allergic reaction. Yeah. But it's not only that, though. Like, I really do feel like they just aren't as, like, they don't have as much of a tolerance. 
Because, like, I've, I've drank so much with Japanese people. And, like, most of the time it's great. And, like, we're all good. And, but there's a lot more, like you said, of these people in the streets all fucked up and whatever, whatever. But if you go to, like, Europe. Like, what, when I was in Germany. Is that the is that the two cup? Oh, the smile from the, from the Dell? That's pretty nice, actually. Damn. I wish it was. We got a nice coffee beer coming in. Where's Where's Adam? Where's Adam? Where is Adam? <laughs> but yeah, so like when I was just in Europe, like in Germany, and I thought I could drink. And then I hung out with the Germans. Good God, dude. They fucked me up. Well, as well as like their beer. I mean, their, yeah, no. They, their beer is made for drinking a lot. Drinking only beer. It was the the Feffy. The whole the, house hanging out with drinking the Feffy, which is fucking uh, peppermint schnapps. Oh, no, danger. Oh, dude. Dang. We were drinking like whole bottles in a couple hours between like three, four of us. And then, like, you know, and then, like, ah, it's only 3 a.m. Let's get another faffy if I get. Oh, man. And then get up and do the same shit. I mean, it's, it's, who cares? It doesn't matter if you're strong or not drinking alcohol. If you enjoy it, then enjoy drinking alcohol. Here we go. A nice... Enjoy, as they say, enjoy responsibly. Everything in moderation. Go your limits. Your limits. Limits. Sorry, I just turned into Chevy Chase from, uh, what's that golf movie? Caddyshack. Yep. Yeah. This is a dope one. Uh, Koido, local microbrewery here in Kawagoi, Saitama. Also, and as well as a collab. All of them are collabs. This is a collab with Hori, Horiguchi, which is a uh, Tokyo roast, roastery, roaster. Um, I think roastery. And they found the best, like, matching bean for the beer. It is so fucking good. It smells nice. I've had a few different coffee beers before, like stouts. And, uh, like, I'm not a stout or into that, uh, but like mostly dark beers. Oh, I took a sip already, but cheers. This guy is so uh, good. So as they say in Okinawa, it's kari. Kari? Kari. Oh. They don't say kampai, they say kari. Kari. Okinawa is fucking, what, so I was just in Okinawa, lucky. Okinawa is not Japan. It's a part of Japan. It's actually recently became not before. back a part of Japan. Because America kind of took that shit over after the war, and that's why there's so many American naval bases all over it and air bases and shit. That's a whole bunch of shit we don't have to get into. I was just lucky enough to go to Those are Okinawa. Cute. Yeah. They're new cute people. Yeah. And yeah, and Okinawa is like a special place because it has its own culture. And it's really fun. It's like, it's like Hawaii in the U.S. It is. It is. It is. It's an, I, I refer to it as the Hawaii of Japan. Yeah. Straight up. Um, and... So this was my third time I got to go there with Glowkin to do these events and stuff with like the homie Takisan, and he has this. Oh, excuse me. He has this after-school care house <laughs> where it's called a uh, gakudo in Japanese. Yep, yep. So it's like after-school care, and it's this big-ass fucking treehouse kind of looking thing, like a long cabin almost. Oh, okay, okay. And then it's like two and a half stories kind of yeah. thing, and there's this massive pillar that's just solid wood that's probably like. I want to say two foot by two foot wide, like, and just like goes all the way through and around that through the floor, there's like these segmented little things that you can pick up and then they have ropes so you can climb up and down and then you go up there and there's like an upper floor within that upper floor that you just have to climb to. And so the kids just take their shoes, their shoes and socks off. They don't have shoes on anyway inside in Japan. Yep. They take their socks off and then just fucking Spider-Man up that shit between <laughs> the fucking two pillars. And dude, it's fucking sick. Okay. okay. This shit would never fly into Jackson America. Not a fucking chance. There'd be one kid would fall a little bit and there'd be fucking 32 fucking lawsuits and Karen would lose her goddamn mind. That'd be but 
Luckily, in Japan, they'd trust their kids and they teach them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but it's fucking beautiful. And anyway, so we got to go out there. And then, like, you know, we the first night we were there, of course, we were out at the izakaya and we were drinking. Awamori is, like, an Okinawan alcohol. It's kind of like sake, but it's, like, a little bit different. And it's more, like, on the sochu side of alcohol. Right. It's, like, it slaps. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Anyways. We're going to get a budge. We come back, and then it's the first time in this house. And I'm like, oh, give me the rope. Like, wow, you know, going up there. And then we got up, and we got on the roof. And so, like, I yeah. posted today some a bunch of pictures and shit. So if you look on my Instagram, you can see a picture of us on the roof. We all look like ghosts, and I'm like this up on the roof. And fucking, we we broke the window going out there, apparently. So when we came back in, we couldn't close, and we're like, oh, okay, that kind and of And fucking Taki is just like, ah, fine, we'll face it tomorrow. Fucking, and then, you know, and then the next day, it was just totally. sideways rain. And it was like, it, it was luckily it wasn't on the side where the rain was hit. So it wasn't like coming in, but it was splashing in a little bit. It was kind of like one of those shit. That's ah, okay. <laughs> Figure it out. It's but fixable. And this is like, you know, we're talking about the difference between the Euro scene, the Japan scene, the North American scene. So in Okinawa, we got to do at that gakudo at the after school care spot we got to do some showcase kind of things with the kids we just hung out with them yeah played all these card games you know like with like little monsters on them i can't remember the name of it in japanese but how it wasn't i mean you smack the cards when the kids read someone reads like i did play that yeah there's like a letter on it and it yeah, yeah. and they like and they to look really quickly it, yeah yeah i did play that and those kids fucked me up in it i got like three points though it's not bad for a gaijin yeah. But uh, and anyway, we play this other game with like monsters, and every time a new monster comes up, you have to give them a name. Okay. And it's the same thing. When it's, when you see the monster, you have to say the name and grab the card first, and then you get a point from the card. Okay. Okay. So we're doing that. We did some kendama performances. Like uh, Chad posted a thing today, actually doing uh, the five spike with all the kids and stuff, yeah, and I'm in the background with the Nathan going like, "What are you doing?" It. That was at the Gakudo. At uh, it's called Lekimoki. Okay, okay. Which I believe is Swedish for kids house or something like that all right somebody correct me if you know swedish please yeah. um but that's what they call it anyway that instagram that they have is leki moki like l-e-k-k-i dot m-o-k-k-i sounds good in the name again mm-hmm. yeah and uh so we got to do that we got to do um takisan had like a christmas event for like all the the uh, elementary school kids I was about to say shogakos, like <laughs> yeah. my brain's in Japanese mode a little bit right now. It switches. Um, and uh, so we got to do that, and me and Chad got to dress up as Santa Claus. So we came out on stage with a bag of fucking like uh, of gifts over the shoulder and kaiju's just doing moshikami. Just, oh, 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 so random. Oh, oh, oh. Santa knows Kenama. Yeah, dude, we didn't learn for two. And yeah, of course there's two. And then, <laughs> and then we fucking were given the kids presents, and they all met us the day before, so they're all like. You're not Santa. You're not Santa. And I'm like, ho, 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 mono Santa, da yo. <laughs> like, ho, mono means real. So I'm like, I'm the real Santa. Ho, ho, ho. And, you know, oh. and they're like pointing at my ears and being like, see, look, you're not Santa. You're Rod. I'm like, no, no, I don't know who Rod is. Oh, oh you know, shit like that. Oh, dude, it was so fun. It was super fun. Get the dreaded concho. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> the dreaded concho? Oh, no, I did not get the concho. Okay, okay, okay. The concho. Fuck. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the fucking <laughs> right in the butthole. I'm in the butthole. Japanese kids. Man. I don't I don't I don't know why it's a thing, but that's a thing. They do that. Right in right right in the pooper. And it's fucking it's yeah, it's one of those cultural things that I just don't get, you know. I don't know. It's funny. But uh, you know. 
<laughs> it's one of those things. It, but uh, so we got to do that. And then we had the actual event with like the glow can thing where we had like the Kendama Kente stuff. We all did out okay, okay, performances. Yeah. We did all that shit. And it was fucking so nice. And it just brought me back to like the year that I lived here when I was traveling around Japan doing all these events. And it was just like that. And like, it's my favorite type of Kinala event in, in performance wise, just because there's no pressure. What it is, is you just get up there and you just fucking have fun, you know, and you just like, cause most, a lot of these people were like, they had never played Kendama before, even though they're Japanese, they don't know, like, yeah. would ask and be like, is there anybody who's like new to Kendama? And a bunch of people put up their hands and a lot of them were like little kids, you know? So that's probably why, but like they come in and they like, they have no expectations. They're like, you catch the big cup and they're like, oh, it's a good guy. You know, like, and you're like, fuck, like, okay. So you, do you want to see a trick? <laughs> right yeah, yeah. So like when they see like all of us nerds up there like doing moon circles and like Calvin's doing wong taps and fucking Wilson fucking surprised us and showed up the she is a sneaky little fucker no way she was not planned yeah Nisu and her mom oh, Mia wow. came out and just like I I heard them talking about it the day before talking slipped up a little bit we're oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was like yeah. and then she showed up and I was just like ah Misu's here that's <laughs> like, so dope yeah so like nope. we had like a whole bunch of fucking like gnarly playing. Noah was there. Noah Chan. Noah's threads. So good, dude. I couldn't like. So fucking good. So good. She's been on one lately. It's so sick to see. Like you know, she was like this fucking big when I met her. Like just like up to my knees. Yeah. And, like if I was standing, I would be pointing here. Soon. But like like in just this tiny little like thing, and now she's like taller than me, and like she's trying to learn English. So yeah, I, yep. I was helping to be her translator and like all that stuff, and then like. Misu was there, and Misu's, like, English has gotten so much better because she's been to Vancouver a bunch. Yep, yep. And Misu is, too, and then, like, you know, and just just all the vibes, man. So, like, that's, like, the Japan scene is, like, much more kid-oriented, you know? Yeah, and they're in yeah. the adult time. Like, and we all, after the event, they're, we're all in the Izakaya, we're all drinking, we all, you know, I was drunk grinding that fucking the Dragon Blade whirlwind, of course. Which, you know, I said, since I brought it up, I got the Dragon Blade right here. I'll show you nerds. Just exactly what I was dealing with here is fucking this. It's a fucking tiny little keychain of a sword. And I lit, and I did a whirlwind with this bad boy. It took a long time and I was pretty stoked to get it. Ridiculous. No, where's the, where, where the, the origin? Was this 2014 first Kingdom World Cup? It might have been actually traveling. I think it was yeah from Osaka down to Kagoshima. Yes, and stopping at the the service areas, and at these service areas, of course, you know, toilet, restaurants, and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's good. So like omiyage, like souvenirs, is a big thing here in Japan. Like if you travel out, uh, when you go back to your company or whenever, or to see your family, like you got to bring some souvenirs. And the souvenir we is always food. Mm -hmm. Food's massive in Japan. It's like the main thing that you'll see on TV like 80% of the time. And so these omiyages, you can find plenty of those. But there's also like just some trinkets here and there where there's like often kendamas, like the shitty, like no good shape, but like nice colors kind of thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and then the one stop, there was these kind of things. This is a good shape, but. Yeah, that, like, well, that is a nicer one than you usually put it, honestly. <laughs> But yeah, so there was the one stop where we found these, and like, first thing I thought was like, "Yo, you could earth turn this bitch. Look at this fucking thing." Yeah, and then like we're I'm literally in the store like trying this, 
And I'm like, but there's a chain on it. Yeah, I took the chain off. I was like, I'm buying this instantly. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, and so I'm trying and just like, fuck it. I'm going to buy two, you know? And then like, we all fucking were trying to put a string on it. Yeah. yeah string is hella in the way. Fuck that. Took it off. Oh, okay. You know, like all sorts of shit. Like I had, I've had probably five or six at this point and like different ones because like, you find so many different ones yes. and like there was one where like the hilt was like dragon heads that came down on either side yeah so you could like pop it out and hook it here hook it there the hilt actually like sat in the sheath on that one so there was like a bunch of weird little tricks you could do with it and shit real nerdy fucking shit like who else would fucking be, pick this up and be like I'm gonna do trips with this shit you know other than a Kendama player yeah fucking no one that's no one. <laughs> no, one. no one no one um yeah because there's just a, there would be like a little like yeah there's a chain from chain that from here to here to the top and it would still come out yeah. but it would be like that you could take it out like oh cool and like but that's it there's no like maybe you could try to use this as like a, a envelope opener but that's not what it was made for no and there's the kanji for you which is dragging right yep. there that's why it's the dragon but in fact is there's two Two different kanjis for dragon on this. There's one on the sword itself. Ooh. Which is like the more Japanese version. And then this one is actually the Chinese kan. Okay, okay. Japanese people can also read for some reason. Yes. Beyond me. I mean, yeah. We were, we were talking about. That's the one I know. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so it's like, this is like the true dragon blade, I think. This one's the shit. I had a golden one too that was a different one. I had two with me in Okinawa and I left one at the Rekimoki for those homies. Um, I'm going to get some more before I go home. It's not sharp. Like, you can't, like, cut yourself or nothing. Yeah. It's a little pointy. Like, if I did this really hard, it would suck. You, yeah. You but, stab, like, bam through something. That being said, airport security hates this. <laughs> they hate it. I fucking, I brought, like I said, I brought two to Okinawa, not thinking about it, and I only had carry-on bags. And they they pulled me aside. They're like, can we scan your bag again? Yeah, of course. Do your thing. And they fucking, can I check? Yeah, yeah. And they pulled this out. to are like... And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a problem. Oh. And I thought they were going to take away, but only in Japan would they be like, next time, don't bring it. Yep. So then I'm just like, because I mean, technically, because it's like, it's not a real blade. So I I, I yeah. traveled um, one time airlines and I had a, a little Swiss army knife with me. Mm-hmm. Tiny, the, the smallest one. <laughs> and they were like, nope, mm-hmm. snagged it. I was like, damn, that's happened to me as well. Yeah. Another time when I was an actual blade flying within Japan with Keith and Natamura, and Keith had a fucking little Leatherman thing on him, little Swiss Army knife thing, and we were flying from, I believe, Tokyo. No, we were flying from Osaka to Hokkaido to Sapporo to go do that crazy Louis Vuitton event, actually. Yeah. Which, if you haven't fucking heard the story, go back back in the nerd archives, go check it out. Keith Natamura episode. I don't know what episode it is, but I don't know either. I remember the jam track, though, because I went deep on a Louis Vuitton search. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was Wyatt popping. Wyatt got stopped in Canada because of his dragon's blade. You know, like, yeah. they don't like these things. Nope. But what I was saying with, with Keith was that he had his fucking, his knife, and on that flight, they were like, oh, excuse me, you, you cannot bring this. And he's like, oh, shit, like... I'm sorry, like, sorry. And then, and then what they did was they put it in a fucking box and they put it as a check bag for him. Okay, okay. Like, this, like, cause we were at the security stop. It was in his carry on. He didn't realize. And they literally just fucking put it in a check, a separate little check box for him to go get when we arrived. Like, wow. Literally only in Japan. Wow. Within Japan. I didn't got that service. 
Sorry, bud. That sucked. Maybe next time. That sucked. <laughs> Maybe it was like a really nice blade that he had, or did he have any other giant bags that he? No, and we both like that was a completely separate thing. It's not like they like put it in his check bag. It was like they literally like put it in a box and then put that box in with the check bag shit. It was kind of crazy. I always thought it was weird how you can go into both sides. Well, yeah, you can get the little half flip going if you're feeling grindy. I mean, the the small the the, the bottom is a smaller. It's like exact. And it's kind of what's cool about the dragon blades is that every single one is a little different. All of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. like, I mean, there's no like regulation. There's no dragon blade can <laughs> associate. No, not yeah. The fucking the D DBA. There's no DBA. You know, chilling, telling you how big your sheath can or can't be. Fucking all that shit. So there's just a bunch of different ones, and it's it's interesting. And the weight is so good. Yeah, but it's so fucking hard. You don't know until you try it. This is the most honed one I've ever had for sure. So hard. <laughs> the most honed. It is, dude. I fucking love this one. I'm like, I'm gonna try a flip right now just for the fucking. I'm not even close. It's fucking hard as shit. It's so hard, like the control, and then you just have to, to flip it straight. That's the hardest part. Yeah, because right now I've been getting it where it's like spinning. But you need to get it out. Fucking do it straight. Oh, that was tippered. Tippered. Fuck. Nope. Nah, that ain't gonna happen right now. Maybe one more for the nerds. It ain't easy, you know? If not, it's not. But this is, yeah, this is like one of the also like special things. Like when you come to Japan, you go to this on the highway. You might get lucky at an airport or if you go to like Asakusa in Tokyo. Actually, this is from this one specifically. I got at uh, Don Quixote in Asakusa. Oh, a word. Yeah, here you go. Don Quixote, if you guys don't know, is like a everything store that's like kind of wild and it's like really bright lights everywhere, and they just have all sorts of fucking everything. To hit. They have a few in like a few other Asian countries. Um, I think there's one in Hawaii. I believe that. Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii, so I don't really know, but I believe it. But yeah, the Dragon Blade. We went deep on the dragon blade. And we were talking about the dragon blade because of the Okinawa shit. So I did that trick, the whirlwind on this motherfucker in Okinawa on one of those nights after the event. That was the last night in Okinawa, was it? No, it was the second last night. Um, and uh, just like the Japan vibes, man, are so different from North America Euro vibes. So like I'm talking about how the Japan vibes are very like kid-oriented and the events are very kid-oriented. We have so many little kids that are like, just these tiny little kids barely holding the kendama and they're just doing yeah. spike, you know? And, like, you get to teach these kids spin spike or big cut for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see fun for something. You sign 400 kendamas at every event. You have fucking all that shit. And then, like, you know, like, the Euro events, in contrast, are, like, at EKC, I don't think there was a single person in that venue that was under 18. It was, everybody was older. We're also in Europe, so we're smoking mad spliffs. You know, like, we're all drinking this shit as well, but, like, you know, and the splits take a little bit more precedence depending on who you talk oh, okay, to. Okay. Whereas, yeah, like, in Japan, there's none of that. And I, I saw a comment earlier, somebody said something about, yeah, there's no smoking culture out here, so, of course, the drinking culture is stronger. And I do believe that to be true as well. Yep. Because, like, you know, just based on that alone, Japanese people specifically would fucking love weed if they would just, like, get rid of that brainwashing and fucking give it a chance. They would love it. They would love it. Yeah. And they would find ways to fucking intake it that nobody else has ever thought of. And just like, you know, like just Japan shit. 
Yeah. They, would be, they would have like automatic pipes that like you put it up, that you would have a robot that like came into you and like, put it in your mouth and would light it for you or some shit. You know, like, I was at a Shabu Shabu restaurant yesterday with the Soul guys and with the Sumida squad and, like, they had a fucking little cat robot that would deliver sushi. You know, hey. Yeah, and, and, and like, you don't see that shit outside of Japan. Really. You know? So, it's, like, it's, it's kind of funny to see that shit. And, like, I really do believe that it would be revolutionized if Japan specifically, let alone every other country, just got into it and just accepted it the way alcohol is accepted. But yeah, yeah. That's my two cents. Going back to the EKC vibes. And the Euro vibes, it's very interesting to see, yeah, that the adult versus the kids, and then the mix in North America, where it has lately become more of adult. And uh, like the, it, I feel like the relative age has kind of gone up yeah. since COVID, but there still is kids' presence, and there still is a lot of kids that are like getting into it, uh, specifically with like, you know, like with Josh Grove and like the Swiss Canales Foundation, yep. going to schools and all that kind of stuff, and that vibe of thing happening at the same time. Um, so it's, it's very cool to see the, the three and how they all kind of like coincide yet are contrasting and like, it's a beautiful thing. It is. No, it was a beautiful thing. It is. It's so dope how it's like, it can just resonate with so many people. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, there's like a certain kind of person that I believe sticks with it. Oh, hundred percent. And it's like, those are like, like the, the Dama homies where it's. There's not too many shafty people, mm-hmm. I feel. I, again, I probably can't say, actually say too much now that I thought that after I said it because I have never been mm-hmm. to a North American event. What? That's crazy. I, you've been in Japan too long. I've been in Japan. I've what? just been in Japan. Has been in Japan. When I go to the States, it's like, it's, it's dope because I have a whole family to bring over. So, of course, I'm just going to like stay with my family. I can't take off too long, so... It, and it would never like match up, you know. I, I they sound like, of course, I would love to. It would be so amazing. Oh, totally. To see what it's like. But so, I, quick, quick interjection. I want to remind all you nerds that we got this little question button down here. If y'all got a question for us at the end, we're gonna do a quick Q and A. So fucking pop a question in there for the nerds. Yes. We've already jammed it for like an hour and uh, 20 minutes, maybe? Something Close to an hour? Something like that. As it for We still got one more beer. We do have one more. We have our, our final dessert, our chocolate beer. Mm, After the nice coffee. We got to get the coffee in this. Pop these eyes. This is good, right? It's beautiful. It's like really smooth. It, it's not too like... I've had some where it's like you can't taste the coffee at all. I've had some where it's just like way too like thick. But this is like, this is a nice blend of it, actually. Hey, it's got like a little bit of that like coffee flavoring mixed with like the kind of dark beer, like stouty, kind of like uh, portery kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taste. Which I'm actually, well, I'm not a big fan of stouts, porters. No thank. Huge fan. Well, maybe it's the Canadian blood in me. I'm all like, like in the winter. There's one yeah, of my favorite yeah, ones. Probably, there's a, probably. Uh, there's one in, uh, they're called Phillips and they're based out of Victoria in Canada and they make a coffee beer. I think it's called blackjack something like that it has like a card card on kind of thing and it's like anubis on the cover and it's a coffee stout oh okay and it's one of my favorite coffee beers i've ever had in my life it's fucking beautiful if you're, if you're in canada and you see one maybe check it out dude talking about like beer and stuff like how, did you see easy you know zuma mm-hmm. delgate easy yes. they created an event uh, a video competition saw on reddit exclusively for oh shit i'm pissed that i didn't know about it i think he was like a look i know 
thought he's seen it at the end only like you saw like the live stream of them announcing the winners or something dash instagram too hard so the he dude loves beer easy loves yeah. beer he does hard hop head mm-hmm. so he finally like got together a few other people to create this event and it's a cut video competition exclusively for instagram which okay makes sense because that's where most of us live and most of us post content and take content as well and it's such a really dope thing he was mentioning uh when during that live stream when they were announcing like the winners and stuff they actually didn't only announce the winners actually they didn't announce the winners at all what am i saying they just did a full watch through of all of the entries live that's kind of and gave their two cents they didn't say exactly like oh like this is the one like i want to choose like i think they already watched them once chose the winners i believe i'm not so sure about the behind the scenes then did the live where they showcased everyone's entries they talked and they were like oh i like this about it i like this about it like that was really cool oh it was great to see them like making a a video or something Mm -hmm. watch the whole thing they're they're the web they were at a uh, a small microbrewery in Tokyo live there, and they were uh, a sponsor in the event, that little brewery. So it was like a super like dope like combo. Sadly, the Wi-Fi was super shit. So it was in and out. The audio was like really whack. I think at first they were hooked up with a computer so they could show on screen on the Instagram live uh, the clip that was showing. So that was really cool. So we could, instead of like them just talking about it, we could all watch it together as they were talking about it. But the later lives that didn't work out. Really cool concept. I would hope maybe, who knows, if that could be pushed as our turning for for other type of video competitions. And you know, Mm -hmm. we know that anyone who follows Matt over on Twitch, he watches so many of the video comps. Dude, yeah, like for the New Year New Edit comp, which I was just, he's like, ups. all right, but he does that shit. He's like, well, I don't know what else to do where we can play like fucking Marvels or watch me play Mario or something. Or, hey, here's a comp, video comp that's happening. Here's all these entries. Let's watch them. He's going to sit there and watch them anyway, so you might as well do it on the stream. With, so it's like a, an excuse for everybody to watch them together, right? Perfect that's a good example. So, yes, yes. So he does that. Uh, so they did that. But yeah, so beer lovers out there, check it out. It's so like, uh, like, and that's just another connection to adult mm-hmm. kendama play. 100%. And I mean, that's like the roots of kendama come from that kind of shit, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like it's like, it was a drinking game where like, you know, you catch the cup, you're good. You miss the cup, you take a drink. Bolero, same shit. Because because before the the bill bouquet was yeah it was just a spike the bill bouquet was yeah just a spike pretty much the same as this different types of I, was it usually just a circle was it a thumb bill bouquet a lot of the time was a ball yes right but it had a flat bottom unlike the bill bouquet candle like a candle yeah. uh, holder yeah like a candle holder yeah not a rose we're brave but there was also ones that were like barrel shaped. But it was more of the, the handle or the can part of it that was different. The differentiated yeah. yeah. the bill bouquet from the butter. Fucking bill bouquet. No? Look. Damn. Yeah. I only have like one. But uh Lamp. Lamp. The lamp. From the dog. Super dog. From the lamp. From the from the lamp. From the man himself. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah, was so, a drinking game. Yeah, exactly. 
and we were talking about competitions and watching videos and shit and you guys know it's almost the end of december which means it's about to be a new year which means be... you should be making a new edit for the new year new edit competitions totally which i'm about to announce in january i'm doing the work right now to get my list together to throw out some messages to some sponsors to uh get that all put together again if you guys haven't seen it in the past go check it out i have an instagram page for it it's new year new, new edit comp. Comp. there's a couple underscores in there i believe it's new year underscore new edit underscore comp you might need a new like icon you know the pompoko is cute i love the pompoko oh. i kind of want to keep it people i've been thinking of people are gonna be like is this one fake is this like that the that yeah. hacked Rolf account? If somebody is hacking the New Year New Edit comp account, I don't know what to say. That's fucked up. What are, you, are you supposed to yank us, right? People yank us? Uh, that's that's the uh, the other version. The original, oh, uh, super no, no, short no, no, no. straight. It's not Bolero. It's a different one. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a, it's like a very similar thing, but it's I forget what, what it's called. Bolero. It's a different thing though. Where it's like made for yank. Yeah, I believe it's Colombian. Oh, or that that it is. But what the hell is the name? I can't remember. Chilean. It's not Chilean. I think it's Chilean. It might be Chilean. Fuck, I don't know. What, what the hell do I know? Um, but yeah. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. call. Fucking happen in January. Don't you dare start filming until January. Because <laughs> you sons of bitches. People <laughs> <laughs> um, totally could. Uh, of course they could. But this is, you know, we're all Kendama players. We have Kentegrity. We love to fucking. A month is good enough. It's cold as shit for uh, many people. Of course. Of course. We'll be. Well, the, what this is, the reason I started this, because it's, it's an ode to the grip contest of old. And if you don't know the grip contest, you can do yourself a fucking favor and just search Grip Kendama New Year Edit Contest. And there is so many videos from all that shit. It might be Guatemala. I think you're right, nerd. Um, but uh, OG that are still hardcore players. Yeah, man. That are that were then like little youngsters, dude. I'm I'm stoked that I got to fucking take down the first couple. I got first in the first two years, I believe it was, and then I got second in the next two years. Ooh. So I I was a big part of those, and I was really sad to see that disappear. You know, so I th I th I felt that was a huge part of Kendama culture that was just missing. There was a hole in the culture in my brain right yeah there. yeah and so nobody else was doing it i wanted to fill that void so what i did was shit i fucking so much shit <laughs> so what i did was i made the new year new edit comp in the way that i thought was best and i think it's been working out pretty well so far um if again if you don't know it go check out the instagram i post all the different sponsors the sponsors themselves pick their own prize to decide on who gets their prize so it's not just a fucking, like, who's the best Kendama player. I'm going to get the camera. Yeah, yeah. The batteries for that camera. <laughs> MJ's other camera just died. So we're going to get that guy going again. But, uh, so yeah, it's not just that. It's, I'm trying to spread all of that to as many people as possible. So, like, and that's why I ask people to be as creative as possible with their prize. Because I want there to be more people getting prizes i don't want person one person to get a thing i don't want one person to get everything you know i want right 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 many people as possible to get these prizes so i want to make it fun but at the same time at the same time it, it's it's kind of difficult isn't it like i think like i think last time it was really because like the more obscure your prize is and then the more 
the less chance there is that somebody's going to hit that cat. Was there specific a load of? So there's a couple like these too. Yeah. Oh, not entries. There's a shitload of uh, sponsors. So it's like at yeah. a certain point, they're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, hey, uh, like, like Jared Porter was like, best That's fit clothes. Yeah. It makes sense. No, I think that one is a good one. In his second. There, there was some specific ones, like, you know, like, MASH had, I think, three. And he had, like, best Dama art, best uh, Dama tattoo, and, like, something else later. I can't remember what it was. It might have been, like, paint or some shit like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, shout out MASH. You know, I got the beanie. Show one. Wow. Only of these beanies, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Just put it on. But, uh. I was totally one of the toilet. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking that, but no, I'll, I'll hold it down if you want to take a fucking... Well, you go. You go. Oh, hey, well, we're talking about my contest. I'll keep going. Go take a piss. Go. You guys didn't know. I, I, coming to Japan, <laughs> there's a lot of Canadians that I've met here, and it's the ongoing joke, which continues to be running true, that Canadians are just nice people. <laughs> I mean, it. you know, a lot of uh, a lot of truth is said in jest, I suppose. You take my mic off so you don't hear me. Oh, come on, bud. I was looking forward to that part. I'm sure everyone was. But uh, <laughs> anyway, going back to the New Year New Edit comp, um, I'm excited to see what happens this year for it. Uh, the first year I had, I believe it was 77 entries. And then this last year, we had about 52 entries, I believe it was. And that is like 20 less entries, but still a shit ton of entries. And I'm really excited to see that you know and like there's people who i don't know that well like or i haven't seen before like one person who entered this year it was their first kendama edit ever to do this and so i hope that you all are feeling the vibes from that that i am because i'm trying to bring back the grip contest vibes so again if you haven't seen those grip contests go check that out and if you're looking for videos to watch go check out the playlist that i make the new year new edit contest playlist every year that's what i'm going to be doing for that so Check that shit out. If you're looking to sponsor it, hit me up and we'll make something work. Um, I'm trying to get as much of it involved as I can because, you know, it's a community-oriented thing. And I love everything about this. And, yeah. But the rules of this contest, since we're talking about it, let's go over it, is two-minute maximum entry. And you have to film it only in January. So you start... January 1st and you have until January 31st to get it into me and what you do is you upload your video to YouTube and I make my uh, playlist and I will add your playlist your video to the playlist um, the first year I did it I used YouTube as a collaborative mode where you can add people as collaborators to your playlist which I thought was great I was like okay if you want to enter here's the here's the thing you just click this link and now you can be a collaborator and you can add your video yourself and I don't have to do it right but guess what happened? YouTube fucked up and it's all fucking weird. So I could never, even to this day, I still can't turn off collaborator mode. So maybe I shouldn't be saying this publicly, but anybody who was in that can still add videos to it. So I have to check every once in a while and fucking delete the excess videos because when you go to add playlist, the first one that comes up will be the last one that you added to. So I think people are doing it by accident, thinking they're adding videos to their thing. And if you're fucking with me and you're doing them, then fuck you. You know, <laughs> taking, taking time out of my day to go do this shit. I mean, technically, you don't really have to do it because it was an old... Well, yeah, but it's like, I want this to be what it is. I don't want people to fucking go through there and then all of a sudden be some weird-ass fucking, like, I don't know, it could be anything, you know? 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Dubs is hanging. What's up, Dubs? What do you want? What do you want? So we're just winning out of the room. I want to get another room. Yeah, shit. What's up, everyone? We got a few people in here. Uh, question two. We got nine questions right now. So if you are, I was I was like scooping it out before. I was like, oh, hell, yeah, we got nine. Okay. Before we wrap this all up, we're doing finishing off with the Q and A. So use that question tool down there to put in your question that we'll be answering. And before that, I'm just having a good time. It's it's not your turn. It's mine. I'll be right back, nerd. So. New Year's, new dumb at it. Dope. Getting back on YouTube because like that's that's where it started. And that's why like Rod had like the ode to YouTube. And that's why it was like it's such a great thing to get people to get back into the learning process of making edits for YouTube. I think it's super convenient and it's really nice, easy to be using your smartphone, whatever smart device to be capturing your your tricks posting them as well and there's nothing wrong with that but it's like the amount of effort that everyone puts into making an actual youtube edit there's something that was that was there that that like almost not a full-on like rite of passage but a sense of that when you were getting into kendama and you see other people creating edits back again years ago that was the place because instagram wasn't a thing it was made just for people who were posting about their pictures that they had and shit so it is so cool to see more people putting stuff on youtube and a, a way to bring back over uh you know horizontal filming okay don't shoot vertical right i mean that's just my pet peeve to see people posting vertical video on YouTube. Like, remember everyone, key point, turn the shit sideways, horizontal, get a nice wide frame, take a few extra steps back, uh, put on a fisheye lens, get a fisheye lens, drop it on that bad boy if you don't have one. Uh, or maybe your phone has, you know, a little bit that secondary lens so you can get a wider shot. But turn it sideways. Okota. Turn it sideways to film your YouTube edit. Don't go vertical. You can use your phone to shoot. Go, go horizontal. Landscape. All right, everyone. It's the key. The tummy. Come on, Dubs. I don't know if I will be uh, joining this coming year. I got a lot of shit to do. I would have to do some, you know, the, the, if you've seen my past, I, I like to put in a lot of work, a lot of, this is a story being told. Check it out if you have not. So, and I've kind of like put myself up to like the whole side of like, oh, if you did this. So it's like, you kind of like got to, you know, warm up yourself in a way and make it better or, or add more to the story, which. It, right now, it's just rolling as it is. There's there's hints of ideas that I have here and there, but we don't know what will happen. I mean, the first one that I did, I did like is that it? the day before. Okay, I spent one day filming it, one night filming it, and the next day editing. And I posted it like hours before the deadline. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean... Every grip contest entry I've ever entered was past the deadline. And it was, I was hitting up Luke being like, yo, I'm sorry. My computer is a piece of shit. I don't know what I'm doing. 
Uh, fucking like the one year I fucking smashed two laptops. I think at the same time within five minutes, and I almost lost all of my footage because you were pissed. No, like I was working. I was no, 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 not even. I was just fucking around playing Kendala, and I had both of them right there, and I smashed the one and was like, well, that sucks, but at least it wasn't the one that had all my footage on it. And then within five minutes, I like missed a whirlwind or something, and fucking oh, everything is corrupted. And I was fucking hitting my pants. And this is when I was doing like the first deconstruction tricks that I'd ever hit. Yeah. Like that shit was on there. Yeah. I almost lost that shit. I took it to the fucking, what was it called? There's like this, this, ah, it's a funny name, this computer fixing spot in Vancouver. Anyway, shout out those guys. Fixed my shit oh, and I got it all back. And uh, I still have that laptop to this day. Still works. What's kind of actually. It kind of. You did what? It's a, a fucking MacBook from t- 2008. You dropped it. What? You were playing what around it? Yeah, they saw me and they were like, "Oh, this fucking nerd." Okay, yeah, yeah, night right. work, dude. Yeah, that'll be fifty bucks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah. So we'll see. But you know, first year was good. Mm-hmm. Seventy plus people. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven entries. The last year, 50-ish. Okay, okay. Let's see that number rise a bit, guys. Let's see it. Right I'm not, now. I'm not upset about 50. I mean, it's, that's still that's still really dope. It's, both are still more than the grip contest had, which is saying oh, some word. Hey, what was all the, uh, the the COVID babies and stuff? Like, uh, seeing people, like, get into it, you know, don't, don't think about, again, with, with how many prizes there are in the different, like, categories... I was talking about it in the, in the, yeah, in, in weekly dominoes, how it's like, you can totally just pick one, pick one and go hard on and that. People did that. And you, people did that. Like, for example, Serial Kendama did the, the breakfast B-roll award the one year, you know, which I thought was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, there was a, the, a couple edits. I can't remember who specifically that had like people had like um, bre- cereal or eating bre- cereal. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was like, yeah, there you go. And I, I'm trying my best to get them announced as soon as possible, so that while you're filming, you have that in mind. Yep, yep, yep. Because in the past, I've been like throughout the month. Like, it was announced, yeah, because it was quite close. There's one thing that we all know about Kanawa players: we all are kind of laggy. It takes some time to do things. Like I don't get a message back for fucking weeks. I'm not talking about you, but yeah, you sometimes. But like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm me sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a part of it. We're too busy doing this or that or earth turning or missing whirlwinds or, you know, like, one more try. I'm going to answer this in one more try. Yeah, one more drive try later. Seriously. So, like, it's shit. I'm doing my best to get it out there, but just, yeah. Do your new edit comp. Get ready for it, guys. Please come around in Christmas, New Year's, and, and you can start. I am going to do my best. I do not have the Terra shop right now. So I'm going to do my best to get turning. You guys have been migrating. Yes. So I'm going to do my best to turn a Ken for this year. I'm going to get my own spot going with a little a lathe and fucking slap one together, hopefully. Get ready. It's been, it's been over that, that, that last one. What was it? The, uh, the Vera wood? Vera? Yeah, I do have a Vera wood Ken that I turned. The Hulk one? The Bruce Banner? Well, that was the... F- so I made two of them. I made two. One of them was called Bruce Banner, and I brought it with me to Europe to sell. And uh, I actually sold it in Canada when I came back. And I had made a second blank that I was going to turn for myself when I before I left. 
but I didn't get to turn it before I left. So Ooh. I turned it when I got home. So I have that one with me here in Japan, actually. It's in my bag. Oh, shares. And it's, uh, it's pretty sick. I should have brought it with me here in hindsight so I could show you nerds, but next time. More, more rod turns. So what's the difference between the rod turn uh, from the rod himself versus the Hondui China made? Well, I mean, the biggest difference is that I can choose what piece of wood goes where. Not to mention, like, the laminate shit, of course. But I fucking... When I see, like, a blank, I can, like, look at the figuring and be like, well, this is going to be the heavy part. This is going to be the center. Okay, okay. You know, like, things like that. Or, like, when I'm designing, like, you know, the laminates, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to put these heavy woods in the Cerritos section and then in the can, you know, like the lighter ones. Like, I'll put mahogany in the can, add Wenge or something in the Cerrito to make it more, you know, and yeah, and also, uh, Roush is right here too. I kind of make my Cerrito a little chunkier when I hand make them. Oh, okay, okay. The China-made ones are a little skinnier in the middle just because they can't do that same selection the way I do. And I've found it to make it more um, consistent. So there's a couple little things like that that change between the hand and the China-made stuff. Okay, okay. This China-made. This is the China-made one, yes. Of course, you got the birds and everything. I really, now I really wish I brought that one downstairs so I could fucking compare it, but you'll have to fucking wait and see, I guess. Hey, that's how she goes. That is how she goes. That's the way she goes. Mm-hmm. We're just cracked open our final beer. Final Coedo. The melting pot. Melting pod. The melting pod. Perfect for this pod right here. It is a 100% natural beauty beer. Uh, alcohol 5.50. Guatemalan chocolate, okay, everyone? This does not taste like chocolate at all. But okay. That's so fruity. There's cacao. Uh, Parupu. Pulp. Pulp. Cacao pulp. Cocoa pulp, cacao pulp. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cacao nibu. Cacao nibs. Nibs. And hot hops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cacao pulp. Yeah, that is very and super uh, acidic. Does not taste like cacao. Not off the rip. Not of what we think of cacao being sweet chocolate is. But if you were to just like grab a cacao bean, uh, a fruit and just bite it well, what would that be like i don't know apparently cacao pulp is fruity compared to a kind of blah, 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 according to sorry i'd already see yeah so maybe they're onto something this is really nice though yeah definitely not what i was expecting i was thinking it was going to be a chocolate ah i was actually because dandelion small backed chocolate i was looking forward to a chocolate yeah later i'm not like disappointed it's a good beer but it's not what we signed up for that's the damn <laughs> sure when you read a bunch of like Cacao, chocolate, cacao. You're ready for chocolate flavoring. Mm-hmm. Hershey's. Daddy's home. We got skags in the chat. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. You know, there's Togo right now. Togo, hey. we had a question for you. Yeah, Mr. Togo, the, the father of the champion. Father champ. Omerito gozaimasu. Omerito. Do you have any of these still? Yeah. I want one of those. If you have one, Togo-san. For those of you who don't know, this was an art gallery that they put together. And uh, a lot of artists... That was the winning prize. That was first place. And the top, the, this can was like like your, your eight, 
You're a niner. For a little guy? Yeah, a little guy. What? That's kind of sick. And so, yeah, they put this art, the art gallery together with all sorts of people put in their own art, and they sold the art if the artist was willing, and they put this book together of all of it at the end. And it's really crazy kendama art in there. A lot of, like, things, like, built, like, sculpture kind of wise. Some of it's more drawn, like... That the top one is like one of my favorites. The Gundam, the Gundam style one. It looks like it, I don't know if as niggity is in there. Oh, look, look at the badass yeah, Togo. Oh, Togo. Yeah, there's the vibes. Good, good little vibe. The vibes. Slappy book. If uh, Togo doesn't answer, I'm just gonna hit him up. Ask him if he has one. Okay. Uh -huh. Anyways, we've been grinding. Grinding. We've been guys. We got. Um, <laughs> if you guys didn't hear earlier, we got this little magic button right here that you can click and put a question for us. And I believe we're about to do a little Q and A. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, maybe we'll give you guys a quick. Can they put in questions while we're doing it? Yes, they totally can. So yeah, get your questions in. We got nine questions right now, and um, starting off, here we go. Question number one from Nurge. MJ. The Nurge. I always call him the Nurge. You don't think the Nurge? Like the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The Nurge? Yeah. No, 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 no. No? The Nurge as in, uh, I forgot his real name, but the skateboarder. Per skateboarder. I don't know what you're talking called it. The Nurge. Any case. Ha! Not Ted Nugent. The Nurge, not Ted Nugent. All right, well, to bring back, MJ, what American event would you like to attend? I mean, American event. All of them? There, I mean, there are there are many, but it has to be like the major one. You know, you got to go to the Woodstock uh -huh. if you're going to go to any. And when you are someone who lives halfway around the world, mm -hmm. you got to really choose which one to go to. So mm -hmm. that's what he's asking you to do. It would have to be NACO, mm -hmm. full up, like like, and it says America, so I can't say you know Van Jam, but. Van Jam is another one. So if, if Van Jam could be included in that, would you in North America? Out of them, like that would be that would be that would be your second that would still be second run out. No, no, fair. That's fair. Just because of like how much shit happened. Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's an it's another scale, like it's another level. Yeah. It, you know, like, Exactly. Van Jam, we've always called it the the world championships of hanging the fuck out and playing Kendama. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you make fun of people who are trying too hard. Or something you said something along the lines, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you're trying too hard. It's like, come on, dude. Just fuck it. No, 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 there is a prize. It is, it is, there it is. But yes, it's, it's a fun, lighthearted thing. And it's about hanging out, playing Kinama, not so much spirit going super hard, you know? Spirit. And which is cool because, you know, if, if you don't want to do that, then you don't have to because there's plenty of yeah. cool center like focused on like yeah. being like, yeah. Which I think we saw this year, which um, a lot of people came from out of out of Canada came for brew battle this year in Calgary, but nobody except for Misun came from outside of Canada to Van Jam this year. It's still, you know, so if people, people are a little more traveling, that's true. Possibly, but maybe if people are a little more onto the open division kind of thing than they are Ken game or this hanging the fuck out. Oh, okay, there's a lot more people who want to seriously compete. I mean, for the Ken game side, like, how many people just go, like, full douche mode and just do something that is, like, 
really like creative that only they've thought of like that morning? I mean, I was like, I can't, like, not me. Right? Like, like, there's definitely a little bit of like the shyster kind of vibe yeah. in a way. But I think most people get it, you know, because like you, everybody does their own little can games at first in the beginning bet. And then eventually, once you get to a certain point, everybody's watching it all. Yeah. You know? So it's like. You get booed well, out. And then you're, you don't get you know, booed out. I mean, you might. It depends on how shysty you're being. You know, like, I'm I'm not going to fucking be silent. Van Jam is the time for a party and I ain't sober. So I'm going to be sitting there being fucking. I'm going to be in there fucking talking shit a little bit. You know, <laughs> I'm a nice guy, but I'll talk shit. Play off the wall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. My, my point exactly. The, the air. What he's talking, referring to is the year when the fucking the Gallaghers went up against each other in the finals for was it the second year in a row battle. I think it was the second year in a row. I don't I don't remember. Anyways, they were they were in there, and I was I like, was I was very much like I really wanted them to fucking roll the dice to pick a kendama off the wall. Cause we had a wall of a hundred different damas there. Some pretty shit. Wacky. It could have been. <laughs> it would have made it very interesting, but they were super not down. Stodd was like, yo, Rod, shut the fuck up, man. They worked really hard to get there. Don't fucking let make them do that shit. <laughs> I was just like, fine, whatever. Do what you want. I want to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in funny shit. But there's the answer to your question, the nerd. And Go another on. next one. Avrod, are you attending Battle at the Border 2023? No, I actually just booked my flight, so. Just jail nerds there. Battle at the Border. B A K B two zero two three. Hell's motherfucking yeah! You made it last year. Yes, I did. I came came from Mexico last Mexico. year. Mexico, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Stacy mm. Rod, do you have a big enough suitcase to bring MJ to North America with you? You know, I don't want to die in a suitcase. I mean, the one... she didn't say you die. She, you know, I could bring a carry on. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. The thing is, is like, let's say I could fit MJ in my suitcase. His three kids and wife would never fit. And yeah. at this point, he's kind of a package deal. You know, he's at this point attached more than this fucking st- fucking Tama was to my band. When you attach it, that's what I'm talking oh, about. It's Dude. different in it's Japan, weird. right? It's weird as shit. The pain gets weird when you don't play. I bet if I kept on playing that, it would have. It was normal sticky pain. It's weird old school sticky pain that if you just leave it, it's just like I'm gonna do it again. Look at this. Watch my. Like it's oh, you can't. You can't see it. It'll stick. Yeah, look at that. And that's sticking through his hand. Oh, I need to wash my hands after this. Yeah, we. I could pay for another check. Oh, folks, man. Yeah. Shit. Oh shit. It be said, I'll tell you. Yeah, fuck my clothes. Let's fucking get you in there, bud. It would be very difficult to be truthful. <laughs> to be truthful. All right. It'd be difficult. I would love to, um, but it seems like it's gonna be one day once the kiddos are big enough to deal with. We'll add on down for a bit. Be able to help mom out a little bit because right now there's a lot going on over there. He's seeing it firsthand. First hand, dude. <laughs> You're a stronger man than I am, Jim. Next one. From Deadbeat Delaney. Favorite trick? Favorite trick, like, that we've done or favorite trick ever seen? Probably that person. Or favorite trick, like, just a regular, like, single trick? Like, I, I'm, always, I'm a single trick. I love single trick. I know. But, but I do too, honestly. Combos are dope, but I'm all about, like, 
<laughs> the consistency in the flow of like start, zap, 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 bam, done. Mm-hmm. But to keep it like really simple, like something that I just find myself doing all the time, and we've said it before. I don't know in what episode I feel. I don't know what where I talked about it, but scramble. That's it. Damn, I love a good scramble myself. Totally. I mean, your style is like, is it? It goes to that access yeah. of your body, yeah, like for- spinning your your moon circles and shit. Yeah. And that's the reason I do it that way is because the first thing I ever learned of that nature was scramble. Oh, okay. And that's why I learned a moon circle forward like that was because I was just naturally throwing shit that way. And I didn't even know I was doing it wrong until I went to Dongo Fest 2013. Oh, yeah. I met all the pros and shit. And they were like, yo, what are you fucking doing? You're doing it the other way. And I was like, what? Oh, like in front of you. Like, yeah. Sideways. And I was like, oh, well. So much harder to catch that way. Yeah, that's what I said. It was like. <laughs> the hard way. I was like, what do you mean? I'm doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> um, but for me, fuck. I mean, I think my favorite trick I've ever done would have to be obviously the deconstruction whirlwind. I worked so hard for that trick, and I've still only ever done it once. You worked hard for it, but guess what? I mean, not guess what, but you were paid for. It. Hey, holy shit! That's right. That's right. All the people who have said we were getting paid for a canonical there was an episode, I think it was when we were hanging out a uh, session with Rick on the Nerds episode with him. Mm. We were talking about him like busting. Busting? What's the word? Busting? Busting? Busting, yeah. Getting money on the streets for doing uh, something. Busking. Busking? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, th- I didn't type that. Possibly, I possibly, I was like kind of close, right? And you were, totally there. And I think I remember talking about like in Australia, I went to Australia and I was at the airport and I got like a few like Australian like change for that. But I totally forgot that in Japan one time, not far from my house, there's this like little local like uh, izakaya, like bar, foodery, eatery. And I they were like playing there's a little live show happening playing like Peruvian Inca music. And it was like, that's why I was there. I was like, cool. Oh, that's it. I had some friends who were friends of the owner and they're like, I'm Janet. She knows I play Kenoma. She's like, play Dama. And I was like, uh, like I get, like I could. <laughs> and then like in Japan, like, you know what it's like. People are like, fucking, yeah, we're talking about fucking go. Yeah. And again, it was really tiny, a tiny, tiny droid. So I get up and I start doing, I do some Kendama trace, like, you know, having, having a good time. And then my friend who told me to get up and play, she's like, all right. And she like grabs like a, she has a hat or something. And she's like, all right. Like she goes around to each table and like try and get some money for me. And I get like 50 bucks. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's sick. I do. I'm happy I got that off my chest because I always remember, like, from that episode, I was like, I totally forgot about that time <laughs> that I fucking destroyed. Like, I did just random, like, normal tricks, you know, that everyone mm-hmm. was just, like, of course, like you were saying, like, yeah. blah, like, oh my god, you don't have to do, up. you don't have to go bangers like you're like, on the catch and pull stage. I, I mean, I, you know, I had, I had a stealth or two, but yeah. Yeah. Good shit. But I'm going to say, I'm like, I'm, it's not even like a, a solid, like, trick like yours is, but scrambled. Deconstruction, like that's raw deconstruction. And I worked for that shit really hard. That's why it's my favorite trick. Not because of the thousand dollars. That was a nice bone. Back to back, dead beat Dulani. You can only support and jam one brand for the rest of the time. Oh, 
You choose them. I mean, what the fuck? I like them all, to be honest. Like, there's not... I don't know. I mean, I am obviously... I already kind of just only jam Terra shit. And, yeah. I mean, it's hard you know to ask this phone's replay. I don't really have, like, a brand per se, but, like, Raw Dama, like, hand-turned shit. And it's, like, my own shit, which means I can make my own thing the way I fucking want. So, which is the I, best way to do it. I'm going to have to go with that. Right. I got I got the cheat codes. <laughs> Man, I, that's that's an interesting question. You can only support and jam one brand for the rest. So that's so making whatever you jam, want, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> Locked in. No question that. Make me whatever. I but want. but hypothetically, if if that wasn't a thing, to support and jam only one brand. So it's not you're supporting and jamming just one. You're not jamming one dama. The brand mm-hmm. for the rest of time. That's where it, well, that's where the, the kicker is. I feel for me, and dude, like almost like being just lame, but OG. Oh, you're gonna say what I think you're gonna say, aren't you? Yeah, but that's a Kobo. Yeah, Ozora. Ozoras, honestly, because you can't go wrong with an Ozora. Like that's those were like. That was the, the fucking breast milk of Kendama players. Absolutely, you know? And I mean, they still make banging Kendama. They're like, getting better. And they are. recent pain, I talked with Akimoto. Oh, dude, they're killing it. He said, he's like, we got new shit coming. Uh, uh. The best ever. Adia, we got to go low. Straight from them. Dude. And like, if you guys know all Kendama, I'm sure you've heard of it now since... Shinosuke took down catch and flow. Fucking Shinosuke Tozo came in straight up. I've heard for all Kendama. Story today of the first time I hung out with that kid. He was literally like about an inch bigger than this Kendama. Just a tiny little dude. And he was shredding then. Like in the story that is from 2015. And I'm like, he shreds. He gave me these stickers. And I stayed at their house and with Togo, who we were just talking about with the book and shit. And now he's the fucking world champion. Catcher fucking shredded in that stage. It was beautiful to watch. And this is what I'm talking about. The progression from the old to the new. And like being, I'm, I feel so blessed to be a part of it, man. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Fucking, I'm so lucky. Like, it's it's so amazing because it's like, it's when the, the sensei is overtaken by the peer. Or the, 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 the student becomes the teacher. There you go. Bad shit. And I, that happened a long time ago, let's be honest. But now we have solidified proof. Like, you cannot, like, deny it. Undeniable proof. That's seriously for it. It's like fucking, yeah. Um, yeah. Shinkan, Alkanama. So Alkanama is made by, yeah, Yamagata Kobo. That is, that is a good one, actually. They turn that shit. That is a great one. Another good one. Ah, fuck. You know, I don't know. I I feel bias because like, like Terra is like you know like I even if I wasn't hand turning stuff Terra hand turned stuff that I can you know make these alterations with as well yeah it's yeah, time yes. because I'm not doing it however still that vibe so I guess I have to say Terra as much as I love Yamagata Kobo as well and I, I was I was gonna bring up Legacies like Will Ken's kind of shit as well because they also are on that kind of thing yes completely 
But dude, I want a hand turn house by myself as well. Mm. If that's what we're talking about. Next cue. Dubs, 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 you could ask Probably a question. Holy, holy. Alex. Coming to Europe at the EKC in 2023. Ooh. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to say <laughs> no right away for everything. Sadly, mm. uh, you know, as much as I would like to go, I am going to do everything within my power to be there because I loved it and I love it. I, I think I need to be there. No, I'm going to straight up say it, but I'm going to be there. Unless, unless something else happens, I'm going to be there. Will, won't. <laughs> Next one. And what's your greatest Kendama moment? Troy Meyer. Oh, what's your greatest Kendama moment? Dude, that's such a big question. Mine would be probably giving. Dubs, what's up? Shouldn't was hang. Come on. Mine would probably be giving uh, Kendama to Sue. Ooh, that's a good one. Cause I it never it never really like hit me until these past few days, like when we were at Mumu, and Ayumu was like, I, I like he I forgot we started talking about you know like my connection with Sue and stuff, and I'm in the, of course Kawagoi where Sue Lab is located was located. I mean he's still his his places around here, um. And I mentioned how I was like, yeah, I was the first per I gave, I gifted Sue a Kenama when he was opening up his design photo studio. And then he just fell in love with it so much and it just took off. And Ayumu was like, he's like, oh shit. He's like, so like, Takuya is here, like in, is a champ because of you. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's massive actually. No. That's some butterfly. No? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Holy shit, dude. That's wild. Yeah. And I didn't really think about it, but okay. And then at the at the closing event party, Sue Sue specifically said he's like, I would have never met my wife. Dubs, come hang out. I never would have never met my wife, Ayaka. Come here, come if it wasn't for Kendama, because she came to play Kendama at Sue Lab. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, man, that's that's a big thing. So, that's a big moment. I have to say that this is such a hard fucking question. The, but uh, uh, I think what I have to go with though is me coming to Japan the first time. Ooh, yeah. In 2012, I played Kendama, and I had every intention of playing Kendama in Japan and making an edit in Japan and shit, which didn't fucking happen. Which, if you don't know that story, go back and listen, because I don't want to talk about it. Um, but, uh... <laughs> Carve error. Carve gone. Yeah, fuck. I got to come to the Fujiwara Issei World Kendama Open in Osaka because I still don't know who, the, to this day, I don't know who it was, but I got a random Facebook invite by a Japanese person to come to this event. And it was, like, a day or two before we were planning on coming, and it was right as I was booking flights. So it was like, yo, we're going a couple days earlier to get to that fucking event. And that was the first time I'd ever met any pro players at all. Like, like I was like... Terra thing? Terra was not... And Terra was a thing. Terra was a thing. I had a Terra with me. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I had my, I think, second ever Terra novel. KE was a thing. KE was a thing, yes. KE started in like 2009, 2010. But... uh 
And so I had my maybe second ever Karakandala and I, but this was the first time I ever went to an event outside of Canada. We had like a couple little KE events that I had been to, Ooh. whatever, like in homie's backyard kind of thing. But um, going there, I met Colin Sander. I met The Void. I met Alex Roush and Jeffrey Van Reven, or Jeffrey Van Rasta. If you know that, if you don't know fucking Dutch Kenali, you're just sleeping. Um, I met Nick Schofer, you know, and like we were, and Eric and Brett were there. Like that was pretty much the entire Gaijin squad, like yep. foreigner squad, yep. minus the Mongolians. There was a fat Mongolian squad, and those guys were fucking wow. honed. They were yeah. sick. They were really sick. But that was the time when, wow. I, when I met, I, I don't know, actually. It's a good question. But I met Tomotsu for the first time. I met Zawa for the first time. I met all these Japanese homies who are now some of my best friends, and I've had some of the best times in my entire life because of these people. Yeah. You know, and like, on that trip, um, we went to, because we were at that event, I met Tomotsu, and he had just left the JKA and was okay. holding a binder that said Global Kendama's Network on it. Yes. And he barely spoke English, yeah. and he was like clean cut, like very Japanese Tomotsu, like, hello, my name is Tomotsu Kubota desu. Really <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, you know, like all this shit. Like such a totally. such a beautiful human. And he just like invited us to go to his parents' house for a barbecue where we all hung out with like the Japanese players like Mukai-san, Tobu yeah, Mukai, yeah. and like Kenta Sakamoto. Ooh, and Akira yeah. Tajime was there. And like Shimadera was there. You know, like Hajime was there. Fucking because Hajime and most of started looking together. Yep. And then this is one of the better moments is that from there, Tomotsu brought us to his home in Matsumoto. And we stayed in this room in his house where his family lived for a few days and we hung out in Matsumoto, which this was in 2012. In 2018, I moved to Japan for a year. And that house that I stayed at where his family lived became the Dama house. Oh, which is now where Koda still lives. Oh, shit. That room that I stayed in on that trip became my bedroom. Wow. In 2018, when I moved there. That, wow. So that was a huge moment. Is like, that the, the, the haunted one? No, that was after. The, the haunted one happened, and they moved into that one, and Tomotsu got his own new house for his family. Word. Which is a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, Gloken had a haunted Dama house, like, straight up. We'll get Zawa on here to talk about it. So, yeah, that's some shit. But, uh, yeah, I think that was one of the biggest moments for me was that weird coincidence of wow. one person knowing me from social media shit, which was early on, like 2012. Like, there was barely social media shit. Yeah. They, I had just, Instagram had just came out. Kind of. Right, right, right. Like, the more people, like, non-college, it's like Facebook became, was not for college kids anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, you know, people were starting to actually use it. And I got this random invite you know i was just like what the fuck is this world kendama open that's a thing holy shit we're going there at the same time it's a little soccer yeah we're way. fucking going yeah that, and then of course we yeah. went and then like that brought about so much in my life that i can't imagine if i had never gone to that what would what it would be like right right you know like yeah me recently like i'm sure everything else would have went forward without me but like holy shit i'm like so grateful to have been a part of all of it yeah. because of that coincidence. So it's true. If you're listening to this and you're the motherfucker who invited me to that, I owe you a fucking kang of beer and we're going to drink it together. <laughs> so that's got to be my moment. Thank you for that question, actually. That's, that was a hard one. Right. Great. 
fucking question. Oh my god, look at this one. Kids are delicious. Uh, have you ever met Donald Grant? I have met Donald Grant. He's a fucking G. Do you know who Donald Grant is? I'm going to say no. And first I was going to say, uh, what's his name? No, he's a Ken. Fuck. He's a, he's a Ken double player. Of course. Yes. But for me, I, 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 it, it heralds back to the old WKT era where there was a few people. What was his name? There's that one dude who became a Kenko pro, mm-hmm. um, Hunter Bailey. Yeah. The very, this is not very different. Nothing to do with Hunter Bailey. Yeah. Nothing. Well, maybe actually a lot to do, but actually nothing to do. So Donald Grant is, is he Scottish? He might be British. I, I know him so wrong. I know him from the BKA forums. If you were ever a part of the BKA forums, the British Kendama Association, with which the Void started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh. never a part of it, but I knew of it well. Yeah. Donald Grant was one of the original, like, most creative Kendama players in history of Kendama. He invented the swirl. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And he, like, oh. he did all the artwork for... Okay, okay, okay. Remember, we're in the Roush episode. Yeah, on his wall. That's where the name is. That's familiar, but yeah, that's where I know it from, but I I don't know much about his play. Yeah. Yeah. He has some edits and shit, but most of his stuff, I think, was single tricks on Juggling.TV and also the BKA forums, which was a big part of Juggling.TV. I believe the BKA forums are still active. I haven't looked in years. I hope they are. If they're not, they're probably still viewable, I would think. I'm going to check this out after we're done this because I'm very interested. And he is definitely Scottish. Thank you, Jack. There you go. Um, and dude, Kinomalish has just brought up Alex Sierra also. Mm. Mm. Dude, you, if you guys don't know Alex Sierra, do yourself a favor. Go check out Alex Sierra. He was doing all the shit that Can you, you wanted to do. Can you that though? Dude, yes. Yeah. Alex Sierra, Kinama, and YouTube like, wants you on YouTube. Like, yeah. No Instagram. But yeah, Donald Grant, dude. Fuck it. And they are. Yes, Jack. Yes. Kendama.co.uk. Still going. That's the UK. Yeah, dude. That's fucking the BKA forums. I will never forget the first time I saw Donald Grant play Kendama. And I was just like, what in the fuck? They're up. It's up. Yeah. It's bike knees. Get your books here. Dude, there you have it. The future is alive and well. It's beautiful to see. Beautiful to see. So yeah, if you nerds don't know Donald Grant, hop over to kendama.co.uk. Make yourself a username. Hop onto the BKA forums. Check out some shit. There's a lot of cool shit going on there. Have some fun. I haven't looked in years. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out in this, honestly. So thank you for that. I have to do whole work for this That's one. Shit. Beautiful. Beautiful little throwback. Fuck yes. Moving on to Starry-Eyed Stacy. Will y'all do a doubles whirly since the nerds are finally in the same room? Well, we, it didn't go so easy well, It didn't go well earlier. And I do have, like, dubs on my lap here who was very upset earlier that she wasn't getting enough attention. Yep, right, dubs. But we can try it at the end, maybe. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. We'll at least attempt it. Yes. The doubles? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Okay, next one. Natty colors or bright colors from Dulaney. Natty. Easy. Easy question. 
unless the bright color is white, just white, <laughs> which is not a color. So natty. <laughs> I mean, it's all about feel, though. You know, like if you're only gonna play a natty, like it depends on the wood. I don't know. Like we're talking about just color. We're talking about look. I kind of like the colors. Not a lie. But there's, you can't fuck with the way a natty kendama looks. You really can't. It's too iconic and too like simple, classful and classic. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's like go wrong. Hmm. Yeah, looks good so, back then. Looks good. It's gonna look good twenty years from now. Yes, yes, it will. But that like you know, case in point is those Tio mods that Jack Kendama. So Jack Kendama yeah. GT collab. Where it's Tio's shit made by Jack Kendama. Teyaki. Out of Teyaki. All Teyaki with those little micro grooves. That shit. So fucking nice. It looks so good. And it plays nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess Natty is the answer. You're right. Natty. Yeah. We love the colors. I love the colors. However, you can't fuck with it. Natty. Not to be fucked with. All the way. All right, from once you go, Jack. Jack. Who's taking trick of the year this year? Dude, I haven't even, like, really, like, looked into yeah, I the hashtag. I, like, I want to put an entry in myself, but I don't have anything like the whirlwind that I did last year to put in. And I really feel like there was a lot of, uh, a lot more of a, like, presence this year than there was last year. Where did trick you? of the year from what I've seen. Chrome, TYT? T-O-T-Y, 2023, or 2022, sorry. Is Chrome is that an N, not an M? There you go. So I, from, you know, I've seen a bunch of tricks that I think should be in it. Like for example, one trick was Takuya did. Uh, what was it? it? Was like border balance, flip insta border balance to like juggle cloud mounts oh, yeah, back to yeah, border yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah. It's about border balance flipped. Like that kind of. Oh, but there's an Alex Mitchell. There's Alex Mitchell's fast hand solar flare. That's also up there. Ridiculous. That's some fucked up shit. Is he in Japan? In that clip, I believe. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, fucking fucked up trick. There's also like, you know, I'm pretty sure Tio's entering that fucking. Flocks? Uh, someone said Flocks put one in? The tap down the, the Leon 25 or whatever. Oh, okay. Which okay. Is also pretty crazy. At bay. And yeah, Tio's Leon 25 is definitely in there. Very epic. Elijah Lane did right. post an Emmanuel bird flip that was fucking gorgeous. That, I believe. Elijah Lane is also actually one of my favorite players to watch. Because, goddamn. That that dude does everything so fucking clean. So, so beautiful. It's just... That's it right there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Here, we're going to watch it right now. I'm going to see the fucking... Oh, okay, okay. I want that one to win. That one's fucking nice. That one's really nice. It is hard to judge, though. Dude, but no, it's like, yeah, it, it's... Oh, that was such a nice fucking trick. Oh, my God. I, I stood. And, like, of course, masterful. Like, Kai's so well done. But the only thing that I think could have made it better would be fast hand in and out. Fast hand to bird. Type the fast hand bird out. Fast hand stun. Or stumped fast on that would have made it a little bit nicer. One, it's not playing any nice. One, once you release an award to the extent of your deconstruction trick, I feel like 
every award that happens, uh, every like new champ that gets in whatever first place in whatever comp, like that sets the standard. So for me, looking at any kind of like nor nor ridiculous high tech, very difficult, mm. but it doesn't come to the same level. But doesn't don't you think that sets the bar a little bit too high though? Where like what else is like I don't know like I don't know. It doesn't. It like like because. At least for me, of they're, course. Now this goes to the people. Yeah. It's up to the people, and that this is like the same thing we talked about with like catch and flow, where like judging, like who is your judge, is like such an imperative decision. You know, like, like who is judging the creativity? Who is judging the difficulty? Who is yeah. judging the yes. combo? Like oh, so that she yeah. is like very important. Yeah, you know, because different people have different opinions. Yeah, so it's one of those things that like. We all have different opinions on. We all kind of see it a little bit in our own light, from our own perspective. So it's very interesting, very fucking interesting. So it's re it's really hard to say. Exactly. Yeah, it really depends on how they look at it. Floxes. Flox has one as well. How? Yeah. Like this man uses magnets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> back. And he went, he switched off lefty too. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a handle stall, like barrel to left hand handle stall, and then like barrel to right hand handle stall, all full color. Like amazing, amazing. But at the same time, it's like like magical. Too much. I personally feel. Kendallovar is growing. Yes. Over to what June God. was talking about. <laughs> Hey, oh man! So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> taking it. I'll I'll say this. I don't envy the judges. Who are the judges? I think the ones we just talked about are uh, good contenders for sure. D pass forty eight. She knows. haven't gone to all of them. Hype, hype session, 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 hype session. I think we kind of already kind of stopped, like stopped in on that planet a little bit. But I'm always down to hype up Shin Chan. Shin Chan is fucking so sick. Ridiculous. So, like, great player, 14 years old, yeah. only growing in, of course, like, in, in Little Ripper. Again, like, my favorite part about his performance at Catch and Flow was his attitude. He came out there with the the mindset, like, the face of the champion. He came out there and, like, people were doing tricks and he's just... Give him the fucking finger. It's just like, you know, like, fucking holy shit. Again. I got, I got video. I need to like just cut it real quick. Fucking throw it on YouTube. I got most of the six top sixteen bouts mm -hmm. recorded. Me and Rod were down in the fucking yeah, we were, we were in, in the pit right in front, holding the fucking stage up at, at some points here and there. <laughs> if you guys watch my live stream, you know what we're dogging about. Really, <laughs> such. He has such like, yeah, like you were saying, the, the mentality that he had for it is what really, really helped him, I believe, push through the, 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 like the, the barrier of monsters he had to fucking conquer. Seriously. Yeah. And, and then again, with the whole like catch and flow style really being in his favor of his play, you know, he took down Takio, which there was a little controversy there was the people who were watching mm -hmm. 
where it's like, wow, I really expected Tapia to take that bout, but uh, that's again the judges. You know, it was the same judging with Wyatt versus Monty. Yes, even Monty was surprised that Wyatt won. It's like what? Yeah, so like double take that. That's just the way it goes. That's how it is. Shinosuke, you guys, everyone follow Shinosuke. Yeah, hit him up. Check out Osuke Togo. His sponsors as well. They're creating great oh, stuff. Kendama, Ken Hole. Amazing fashion me. <laughs> From Grandama Rod, as a Canadian OG slayer, where do you see the Canadian Kendama community going? A. Let's A. <laughs> well, bud, I would have to say that... Uh, <laughs> I would love to say that it's only going to grow. And I do believe it's growing because it's kind of an inevitable thing with all of us that are still like continually in it and still continually putting life into that community. There's only going to be more interest over time. And my only thing is that I really hope that those are the, the type of people who become interested are the type of people who stick around. The type of people like what we're talking about that, that have that mindset that are in for the long haul, that are in for the grind, you know? And not just there for the the fucking hype and the the one and done. Like, Vancouver had a bit of a hype for a little while where there was a lot of kids who were really into it. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of events where there was, like, hundreds of kids that came up playing Kendama and shit. And now they're all gone. You know, they don't play. It's the same as, like, in Romania where they were just, like, they started playing, they started playing fucking Minecraft. And it's just fucking just gone. And now Romania has, like, eight Kendama players. You know, <laughs> like literally though, like when I was in Bucharest, they were like, you know, we had a jam and Barry was like, yeah, like this is pretty much the Romanian scene. Wow. You know, like when it was just like, fuck, just the two sweets pros. Yeah. Or uh, no, no, sir. It was Romania? like, like Tiblex and Barry. Yeah. And, yeah. Like uh, a couple other, the home. Jesus is really afraid about that. Yeah. But I mean, and like Awase and Alpha are there as well. But and that's like, you know, I don't know. But, but like. Yeah, in, in Canada, like, like we're talking about with Van Jam, we have a little bit more of a like laid back, laid back vibe for the most part, you know. And at least in Vancouver, and then you go over to like the Calgary side. Calgary's been blowing up, man. Like I grew up in Calgary area and in Calgary and shit, and I like was a part of growing that scene from the get go before I moved to Vancouver. And then I remember coming to visit my mom and shit in Alberta, and I happened to be around where there was a jam with like the the brood homies and shit and uh, nice. I fucking was blown away by it how many people were there that I had no idea even existed and they were all like really good at kingdama so it's really beautiful to see that it's not just the shit that I see you know there's other things there's also like out in Ontario the homies fucking session out there like there's a lot of shit going on out there and I don't see that because I'm not in Ontario yet okay so, like, Canada's big. Yeah, Canada's fucking huge. I really think that it's on the way up. It's just like everywhere else. I think, you know, Kendama as a whole is just growing. I think you guys got too much, like, cold seasons and maybe a little long. Wow, for the outdoors. Could possibly, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. give you a little hindrance for the people who are playing Kendama. Never too cold to be. They're outside yeah. for a rip or in the kitchen for a rip, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. You don't have to be outside to be out for a rip, bud. You can just be fucking ripping. Oh. Dubs just wants out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Back from Cam. Do you think we'll be getting more jugglers this year into Kendama since 
uh, the weird momentum of the, can I not see that full question? Yeah. Of, of the world says being colliding. I think it goes both ways. I mean, you and me, Cam, are prime examples of that. You and me are both fucking... Here's me getting into it. Juggling. Yeah. And, you know, juggling hard. Cam especially, dude. He, he's already way better than me at five ball. Word. Yeah, it's fucked. And it'll be a little bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit is not easy, but... Yeah. Yeah, and it goes both ways. <laughs> I feel like... It's it's like I think someone was talking about like uh, the difference with like Yo Yo and Kendama where it's like there's a lot more suspense with Kendama where Come here, in Yo Yo it's just like in do the thing and then fucking whap it comes back so it's like it's it's like one solid motion I remember a, a drummer friend of mine back in the day talking about like how to play drums and he's like you don't think about like your Hand, you know, ride hands going four, and then your snare's doing like the two and the four, and then the kick is doing this. It's like you think of it as all one motion that you're doing. So it's like I kind of thought about with yo yo, and then kendama is more of a separation between, especially when you know about kendama and what the tricks are, what's happening, then you can see exactly what motions happen, and then like where the more difficult tech happens within that line. And with juggling, like, there's no stop. I mean, it depends on the trick you're doing. Like, I guess there's, like, yeah, you know, like, the juggling yeah, job, like, spin more. around back, like, because, like, there's what I see as not a non-juggler, you know? And, but but it's not that, like, finishing, like, yo-yo is like, whap, boom, like, said and done. Even if you don't play yo-yo, you know, okay. Yeah. Kendama. We had to learn a little bit, but okay, we learned that spiking it, doing an airplane, that's the bringing the two back together. Juggling has that as well, though. It's you get all the put the pieces up and drop them, and you don't drop them, and you don't. get them back in your hands, and you stop towards the end. Yeah, that's like the way it works. You know, it's like if you do if you're juggling five balls and you do like you know thirty catches or something, you catch yeah. all five. That's how it counts, kind of thing. Yeah, like you still get the thirty count catches if you didn't catch them all but it's not like like if you're gonna qualify a juggling trick like so for example to so if i'm i learning five ball juggling i throw five five balls in the air once each catch all five that's a flash it's called if i throw all five in the air twice so i get 10 catches out of that that's a qualified so in order to qualify that you oh, can okay, get those okay. catches so that's like the gotcha. technical gotcha technicality of it right but Juggling just has so much more history behind it, you know? It's like looking at Japan versus North America. Where there's just, you know, so much more depth to it already because there's such a history behind it. People have been juggling things for thousands of years. Yeah. Like, literally. Whereas, like, Kendama has been around for a hundred, like, and some, you know? So it's really interesting to look at the two and compare the two, but... To kind of revert back to the the question of like the crossover and to see if there will get be more kendama within juggling, I think that is already happening, and I think that is a thing. You know, like there is a lot of crossover with that, and I think a lot of jugglers look at kendama as something that's like it's too hard to be a performative thing. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Whereas, so like, because they're used to just catching things, not going for catching on a spike. You right. know? So it's it's a it's a different vibe in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that being said, gotcha. jugglers have their own precision, their own type of, 
that kind of a grind. So they're also very capable of that. It's just getting the, the interest peaked. You know, and with the growth of Kendama, there is more, you're looking at more possibilities that are already being explored, you know. So from somebody, an outside perspective who's doing something very similar, like a juggler, they're going to look at that and be like, well, fuck, if this guy can take the whole Kendama apart in midair and put it back together, then maybe I can just spike it on stage a few times. Yeah. You know, like this year at the IJA, which is the biggest event for juggling, the winner was a Kendama player. Whole M. Boja from Hong Kong. He was at Van Jam this year. So I lied. Actually, there was two foreigners from outside uh, okay, of okay. Vancouver. Shout out Whole M. Good dude. Really good kendama player. And uh, he did a juggling performance with stringless kendamas. And oh. not only stringless, actually, but with kendamas. And he won the IJA championships through that. Wow. With kendama. So that alone in itself is already showing the growth within that community of kendama. Right? Right, right, right. And people so, definitely know about it in the community, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Then people like you know Don kind of Grant, Skill Toy, you know, who like okay. you know, Matt Hall, uh, like that's kind of people. Like Matt Hall is like one of the most OG motherfuckers you'll ever meet in juggling and kendama. He taught void kendama. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, shout out Matt Hall, fucking realist dude you'll ever meet. But uh, yes, yeah. yeah. I think that's the answer to your question, but nerds. Check out this next one. How many blue we got? Straight pull up spike first try, or I'm unfollowing Debbie Delaney. You know what? Fine. Fine. <laughs> if I miss it, you can unfollow. <laughs> you can unfollow. Sorry, you don't have to follow. It's totally it's totally up to you. Slap that follow. Are you lad? All of this. All over the place. <laughs> Here we go. This is the one it came from before. Good to get to it. You gonna do an episode with Billy? He goes. I mean, he's a hundred percent on the list that we want. I mean, we have so many people that we want to get in here. It's really hard, man. If you think about it, think about how vast the Kendama community is, how many people there are that you would love to hear from. Or, you know, like how many people that we would love to talk to. And we're only doing one at a time, two at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like we've done multiple. Again, you know, we recently did a Soul Boys, another Soul Boys app volume two, uh, you could say. It's tough to really focus in on like one thing that we can all like uh, add something to mm-hmm. in the conversation. So, yeah, like really like going in one guest per episode is like 100%. It's just it worked. Yeah. And like, yeah, of course Cam will be on one day, you know, Mr. Licious over here. Oh man, the Stanky Dankerson, his dad. Stay, you like, studio at some point. Stankus. So like, it's it's hard to like, just be like, yeah, we'll get him on next week. But yeah, of course you want Tebow in. Because like, he's OG as fuck. I've known Tebow for a long time. He's yeah, dude. Yeah. And I was hyped to hang out with him a little bit in France when I was there this year. Nice. In Europe. Nice. He's 100% on the list of people that we want in. Truly, so, truly. At some point, yes, Billy will be in the virtual studio. Oh, Billy! <laughs> Are we getting to the to the end? We're getting there. Getting to the end. Right. Dead Pintalanian. Do you like how hyped Kendama is nowadays, or do you like when it was super underground? So we kind of talked about this a bunch. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I think 
the hype has always been the same. The hype level, like the level of hype within the community has always been the same. Um, but it's and it's still pretty underground, you know. Like they're not, they're not a mainstream community. There's like if you walk down the street and ask ten people, I bet you ten of those people are going to say they don't know what Kendama is. Well, depending on what country you're in. You can do it here. Everybody's going to know what Kendama is, but they're not going to know about the community behind it. You right. Know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's totally underground. It's, I feel like, you know, we make so many comparisons that all so many times to skateboarding and, you know, like I remember when I was skateboarding in uh middle school, it was me and like two other kids, me and two other of my friends and that's it out of all the kids and then going into high school all right we you know more kids gathered from other high middle schools to this one high school and then okay we've maybe up like five more skaters that was it though it was really so underground but nowadays i guess but maybe maybe thanks to tony hawk pros part of it for sure yeah 100 percent. um there's a lot more people who got into it and I remember like traveling back well, the last time I was in the States, like seeing so many kids like riding skateboards. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, damn. Like, it, guys have it easy. You know, like, I, I'm being the old man just being like, shit, damn. But it is what it is. So, that's mm-hmm. It's good to feel, it's good to see the old hype. The, I mean, the, it's good to reminisce about the old times, but shit always needs to move forward in the progression. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, like, like Cam is saying in the chat right now that like in Michigan, he did first spike with, and they asked six people and they all knew about it, you know, which is dope. And I do think that there's been, we've all been doing a lot of work to like push this and to like show it to people. So there is a lot more awareness of it at this point than there ever has been, even though that we don't have everybody playing it we don't have everybody as stoked on it as we are kind of thing but there is a lot of people who know about it it is on on the way up where like especially awareness wise you know with people doing tv things like we're talking about kohaku with agasin in japan yes you know sweets has been doing tv shows like the breakfast show whatever with like Cindy and Carla, I don't know oh, names and shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Local you know, news, the, like yeah. Tio and Tim were on like Friends. Oh my god, like, yeah, you know, like massive. There's been stuff like that going on all around the world. All those like little like uh, snippets that like sweets usually like repost from like from Netflix or some like show. Yeah, exactly. That there's like there's a fucking kid out in the background. Exactly. Table. And in camp, people at Ashley Home Furniture have been watching me for years play outside, <laughs> which. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> With people like Cam being around or like yeah. people like you and I being around or like probably any of you in this chat, they're going to see it. They're going to fucking know about it at least, you know? So like, it's, it's, they'll get to it. So it is not like in the case of skateboarding, like skateboarding where nobody knew about it. It wasn't so popular back in the day. And then now it has grown into a thing where everybody knows what skateboarding is. Most people probably have a skateboard that's like rusting in the garage or something. Oh, totally, totally. At least. So like in, in Japan, like it's it's still not even at that point. Maybe there's some people who, you everybody knows what it is, but they still have one. Yeah. It's still like that. They, that. they don't know about like the grand scheme of it. You know, they know all that way. So that's like pieces of the thousand piece puzzle kind of. Right, 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 right. So that's just like one place. So then to think about even a place where it, 
it's not such a thing within the culture ingrained in it. So then, yeah, it's going to take a while. But yeah, but to like to, your ground. to answer that like question, I I kind of want to say that I do kind of like the old days better only because there was this like this new feeling and this anticipation of what could be, you know, but I do still love where it's at and I'm excited to see where it still will be. So like that anticipation is still there. That never went away. We're just in this growing period of watching it kind of become what it could be or what it will be, you know? True. And yeah, we all know Dubs is right. She's been dropping through the bombs all night in the, the back whole time. Let me out of this room. We're going anywhere because you're going to wake up everybody screaming like that outside. That's why you stay here. Yes. <laughs> so chill. Yeah, you know it. She knows. So many yeah. pains right now and more coming into 2023. Uh, got a top two. Y'all are session hard. Top two paints. Paints? That's an interesting question. I I think at this point, I'm sure you have less than I have had a chance to play all of them. Like, oh, yeah. Honestly, I've felt a lot of them. Um, Obviously, we're talking about Cushion Clear and how much we all love Cushion Clear and how that's a, a big one that's been... Once you get used to it, again, like, when I was, like, going in for my uh, 28 tricks later with this guy. And it is dubs, yes. It was cushion. It's cushion. And, like, when I was first playing it, like, especially lighthouses. Lunars? Okay, they sit really well. But if you try to go for a lighthouse, for me, not being used to, like, the extra stick to it, it was like, ah, I, I kind of don't like this. But then you get used to it, right? I know. I get used to it. I know. You really call it old it's like 11 years old, guys. Um, Ain't nobody. And then stepping away from that, going to different like rubber, normal r matte rubber or or like friction clear, light friction clear. I'm used to that more from the rubber side of like silk paint and stuff. I always prefer that even over your standard like sticky paints. So, but when you get used to, to, to friction, uh, to cush, you get... It works well. I like Absolutely. it. It's good. Yes. But at the same time, like, like good with the, like a, a rubber. Uh, yeah. So like on that note, though, there's other paints that are like of similar, which I haven't tried very different. Yeah. Got that box. It's just a little closed box. Do you? I mean, are you trying to fucking? No. Yeah, Not right now. <laughs> there's, uh, I've, I've gotten to sesh a lot of the Adrian Clear, the Clear. Um, I got to say that was pronounced. I don't know. That's just wow. I'm going to clear and the Claire, Claire. It's like eclair, but eclair, eclair, eclair. No, I don't. I don't know how to actually pronounce. I guess just clear. But um, I think that that kind of paint is like where it's like super, like grippy as motherfucker, and yeah. and it's super sick for lunars and shit and for stalls even because it grabs the spike and like holds those words out of it. Water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like sometimes a little hard for lighthouses, like you said, it kind of takes a little getting used to you get like, mm -hmm. cause with like the stickier paints and stuff like the, what we're all used to that come on most gendamas, you can just like quickly adjust, slide that tom around if you're trying to get that stunt versus a falling in kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so it gets a little bit, how, um, there's a little bit of a learning curve, I guess, with these new paints. Yes. It's, it's just figuring out exactly 
what's required to make them work the way you want them to. Toiling. Yeah. I don't know. I guess to answer the question, top two obsession hard. I mean, I've been session cushion clear really hard. And one out just the regular sticky clear. I've been session sticky. I'm yeah. Yeah. And just the regular ass Han Rui sticky. Also, actually, no, one of the one of the Thomas I've been sessioning has been um I have a, a Tim mod from Kendama France. Oh, okay, okay. Is that sticky you know? Yeah, it's like it's sticky, but it's all France made. Oh it's all made in China. Oh shit. It's a birch Tama. Even the peak. Everything's made in France. So I didn't know that. And you can't get them anymore. Well, I mean that even Kendama France actually I believe were bought. Oh no, no shit. So I don't know what's up with it. They may be moving so but, uh, maybe the paint's going to somewhere other. I don't know exactly what's up with it. But uh Somebody I was a little sad about that. What I was going to bring up is the new Legacy paint is also pretty banging. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That easy clear, they call it. And we don't know what's up with... Okay, yes, there is a new clear there. Um, There's also, like, the Sulab paint that everybody is fiending for at all times. The friction? Yes. We're now Sulab is in a different place. They're moving the thing, so... They're in a different place. There is a new type of paint coming from Sulab. Definitely a new type of paint. That's some people are fucking shitting their pants. Some people for good and bad reasons right now. I think. I will. I'll. I'll. I'll let you in on the secret of. It'll be for good because, it is uh going to be a kind of base level paint for Sulab stuff, not high end friction clear. Interesting. So hey. Mm. hey. Legacists were always on yes and they words. They were sadder info. Yeah, that is true, actually. Like I have some old Legacist Thomas that are some of the most honed on the Thomas. I mean, they their cans were just like still traditional size for like when it was like, you know, like GT still sticking with the old yep. G shape for a while before they up the uh the sizes and stuff. Totally. And just like that for that steam coat shit, like when you beat it in really nice, if you got a good one, that shit just fucking it last gummed up. In like all the good ways is like un not like that keep this thing the fuck out of here. <laughs> that thing is gonna be stuck to whatever it touches for all of eternity. Oh shit! Oh god! Okay, bro. Okay, last question. Definitely. What color was your first kendama? Do you still have it? Oh, of course. I do. My first one. Get it. While you will get yours, I'll answer. My first kendama was an Azora, and it was a sky blue, and of course I still have it, and. It's still sessionable, but it's pretty beat the fuck up. It's Canada, so you don't have to see it right now, but looks like MJ's digging for his, which he's about to get. No. No? It's not in there? No. A little more shoes. Well. Where did I? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well. Oh, the old one. Where do you rate Natty on the paint scale? It's not a paint. You can't rate it on the paint scale. No, it's not on the paint scale. But I see what you're getting at for like the how honed Atoma can be stick scale. Ah, uh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. No, I don't know. I'd have to say it depends on the natty because like with Kens, when they're made of different woods, it really depends on the piece of wood and also like the type of wood, you know, like... A lot of woods kind of are grippier than others. A lot of woods are 
smoother than others, heavier than others. So it depends on how you work them in. It depends like Natty's you straight up just need to dip that shit in some water. Get a wet sweat on it a little bit and it'll yeah, just Yeah, seriously. Sicker than any paint you ever had. But here is MJ's first, the dark blue got it of Gora. Yes. Dark blue. A gift from the wifey. Dude, I had a dark blue Azora too, and that mine like, yeah, you see you got it going on here on the Nice. Fully like what? On the top of the Sarah, you can see the paint comes off hella. Yes. Every Kendama I ever kept in a bag with my dark blue Azora has blue all over it. All over. It's just fucking everything. It was like a fucking, hey. like it's a wet rag or something. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about with being able to rub it on the cups. I'm not going to do it. Your paint does collide. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, yeah, this paint just like loves to just transfer onto whatever it touches. You can see it on the cups a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But you never did the rudder trick, I can see. No, I never. No, fuck, no one was in his was throne to teach me that shit. This was the guy that I was, like, jamming, like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> For a few years. Uh, like, yeah, this one, yeah. I, didn't, I never really thought about it, but, like, those first kendamas, this is where you, like, you learn, like, all your shit. Mm. Like, look at that. Look at that fucking. Dude, this thing is at pretty good what? condition for a first dome. It's not bad. It's pretty good. The spike is hella fucked. <laughs> but other than that, we're learning those airplanes. So like my first cannon looked like this, but I, I took a fucking box cutter to it and I reshaped that shit and then Oh really? So it's all fucked up. Looks like a left man did like that. It. But yeah, I should have sanded it around first. I didn't know any better. <laughs> Just that's it. A nice cherry towel. Am I gonna be uh, turning anything in Japan? No, I don't have a layup to work on in Japan. And I'm, I'm too busy having fun, to be honest. Right now we have a lunar tray check on the Ozor. Get out of here. You're you're drawing a jaw home. I mean look at look at, <laughs> look at the, the height difference though. Dude, yeah, you push those cups down. Yeah. That's some good sessions. I love it. We love to see it. First one, Louis, what you gonna keep them? You guys gotta keep them. Uh, but yep, that's it. Still got it. And we, we got Brent come in with the last one. For Austin's, what's the next major trend for Kendamas? Tricks, designs, etc. in the next year. 22-3. With trends, that's a hard one to predict. I mean, because there's just, at this point, like we we're saying, there's so many people in the community, so many new faces, new perspectives, and new things going on that it's hard to really say, you know, like... I would have to say that, like, I think design. We're at a point where, like, shapes are what they're going to be. I don't, because, like, making things bigger is too big for, like, traditional, like, what a kendama is. Like, other than, like, performance stuff. Making things too smaller is, like, it's too small. You know? So, so <laughs> I think they, what, I mean, what, what it's going to be is it's going to be, design things is what it is. And it's been like that for a long time, I think. And it's just making things more like accessible for people, making things cool for people outside of it. Have you checked out Kendama Bulgaria? Kendama Bulgaria. Have you checked out Kendama Bulgaria? We're not like they're doing some shit, which I feel is on the cusp of possible could be seen as like norm for for kendamas to be added to features of extra grooves now there's been other companies that we've talked about of adding grooves you know jack 
uh, G2. I mean, silly, you got your. We're talking about grooves. I think bigger than grooves is like that fatty cup that like overhangs, like uh, quad kendamas. Okay, okay. Jet Shape also has that. Yes. You know, which really just locks in those fucking stalls. It gives room for like a fatter edge for birds and stuff like that. And they have some fatty bird ridges. Holy yes. Shit. Now, the, I've been eyeballing these guys for a while. That's a Super fat. Look how tiny the, the sword is, though, going into the yeah. Saradil. Oh, it's really short. Oh, shit. Good God. Fat. You guys don't know? Check out uh, Kendama Bulgaria. I've been following them for a bit, or just recently, and seeing their their different uh, ideas within Kendama, explaining what they feel is possibly a, a, the best type of kendama. Does that one say zen on it? Yeah, zen. It's zen. They're bringing back the zed word. Nice. So they have this one major kind of shape that they've put through. There's a, It looks like they have a different, like, almost like a car-like lineup of like, oh, this is this line, this is this line. They all have the same kendama shape from what I can understand. Different styles of paint oh, I said design for the Tama. That's the biggest difference that I see. Maybe different uh, wood choices as well. But then they have fucking Zen and Harmony and something else on their Tamas. Yeah. So there's a little line. look cheesy, but not bad. I like it. Yeah, there, there's a well, few of them. The one that's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few that are very, very cheesy. Well, I have seen this. Yes? Yes. The Secret Shape. Nine models, eight different wood. Double One of the biggest, shape. if not the biggest, competitive endama shapes. Double lunar hole. What in the hell? With the copyright mark, the secret shape copyright mark. Nine models, eight different woods, double edge, Sadano design, double lunar hole, all new solid sticky paints. New solid stickies? Game enhancing laser engravings, and that's the 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 grip the ridges oh, to add yeah. the grip the little ridge. Yeah, that's like that's a laser. Remote. That doesn't look like a razor laser engraving. I mean, that looks like it's cut into it. Motivational laser engravings, epic design. Express worldwide shipping, easy checkout. Uh huh. It's some we are part of the evolution. Interesting. Kendama Bulgaria, interesting. The, you know, it, it, it's it's those new. This is something that's really cool because it looks like they've been putting a lot of time and effort into like the Ken design and other styles of like. I I had a little discussion on Weekly Dominus about paints. You know, scarce Kendamas is getting into like their paint game. I fucking forgot we're talking about paints. The origins paint. The origins paint. I have one of the fucking EKC Kendamas that he made. That's like so sick. The origins is killing it, and also, oh yeah, in the, in the comments here, you guys are talking about the origins without the buttholes and yeah, and the, having holes and water and stuff. Yeah, and you know, like lunar holes weren't as common because it just wasn't as much of a thing. And at this point, like I personally, like when I hand make kendamas, but was it? But was it? it? It was in the Musos. The Musos were the first ones to do it. But was it? And and it's like, it's those times when you're just ahead of the game too much to the point where everyone looks and just laughs and just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I used to do like the the pinky in the butthole, like pop off to Goon Circle. I used to call that a Muso only trick, you know? Oh, okay. Because it was the only one that had those. The boy, but, well, yeah, but I personally, from from my shape, 
when I then try to Kendama, like I said, I can design it to put weight where I want it a lot easier than China does when they just pump out a million cans. Yes. So I chose to put a big booty hole in her because it makes it a little more consistent. So if they make it so that it's not the way you want it, then it's going to be a little more consistently loony, I find, than than not. And that's oh. why I chose to do that specifically. Hmm. I'm talking about buttholes. But go back to to Brett Austin's uh, the major trend. The next major trend. Chunkier. I still believe. Chunkier cups. Yeah, chunkier cups. The ridges sure. on the edge, Just yeah. design in general, like new patterns, new like, you know, like everyone's mod has new stuff going on with it, new things. Because we're still such a young community, there's still things going on. I think there's going to be a lot more exciting looking kendamas. A lot more throwbacks to like, like we're talking about the Jack GT, you know, like the Kayaki, stuff like that. Just a lot of exploration, you know, like finding where we want to be, essentially. And that's like where the shape is at at this point. Like we're kind of talking about, like we think we're in the nice, we're in the pocket. Right, 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 right. So we're in the pocket. Everyone's kind of, yeah, yeah. out how deep the pocket goes how shit shallow it is. Maybe it's like a kimono, like arm pocket. Maybe it's a fucking, you know, back pocket, you know, whatever. But like, we're in the pocket at this point, you know, I think. It's a hot pocket. It's a hot pocket. In the Put that shit in the microwave. I would eat the shit popper right now, actually. But, uh, damn, this has been a fucking grind. We got the major anniversary Dama Nerds episode. Major. This has been a great time. A little, little spontaneous, you know. We've it definitely was. We're just hanging out inside Tama, and it's like, hey, why don't we uh, do a live since we're hanging out, drinking these beers, anyways? We're gonna be, like I said, talking about fucking can oh anyway, hanging out. So exactly, might as well fucking throw you nerds in the mix and get some questions and shit. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you all for fucking hanging out with us and throwing in some questions and. um that's it. Yeah, dude. Thanks uh, everyone out there who continues to support. Shout out to the Patreons. Thank you so much. You know, unannounced hiatus. We're still, we're, we still got episodes. We're still figuring out schedules of like looking at who we want to talk to next. Um, it is definitely a thing that was going to continue to go. We went hard at the beginning. There's a lot of motivation, a lot of extra time. That time has been, you know, cut a little bit here and there and stuff. We're still here. We're still nerds. We ain't going nowhere. You guys are going to be nerds with us. Love everyone here. For anyone who's checked out an episode, who subscribed, uh, of course, massive thanks to everyone who's gone above and beyond to support on Patreon as well. Be on the lookout. Massive episodes coming. The next one's a fucking juicy one. Possible salivating. Like possible things that you can actually hold and put in your hands coming next year with dominators around it. You know, we're we're excited to be working more and more for this next coming year. So hey, maybe that would be the trend. Dominator shit. Hey, that could be a trend. I mean hey. <laughs> and yeah, new year, new edit comp. Get ready. Thanks for admiring there, fucking shouting it out. Thanks for that. Get ready. Get ready for that. Get your Come cameras in. warmed up. Fucking charge those batteries. Yeah. Choose your favorite paint, your favorite shape. Throw one of those fancy fucking strings on there. A nice it little really spinner in there. Yeah, maybe buy a nice little 
Twitch and Rod Mod if you feel so inclined. Get filming. Get on the Patreon. Get listening. Get some Coito beer in ya. And Oof. Man. on that note, these nerds are out. Oof.